0: Hey everybody, my name is Brian, that is Shane, and this is the podcast as Jeremy Snyder likes to say, "Hello everyone."
1: <laughs> is that is that
0: how Jeremy says it? <laughs> "Hello everyone." I have a feeling that Jeremy Snyder's voice is more like
1: <sighs> "Hello everyone." Yeah, that's that's what I got. I'm like I got like like he's behind his wheel in his in his like, semi-truck going yeah. "Hello everyone. Get out of yeah. my way." <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, it is
0: going to be a fantastic show. I'm turning my mic up right now because I can hear myself. It's going to be a great show. We are talking about a few things. This might not be in order because I actually forgot to put them in order, but we will be talking about Galaxy Quest 2. And we've heard about that over the years, but it looks like now it's getting some traction, which is going to be awesome. Of course, we have the weekly Terry. Mm -hmm. Plenty of Terry tweets to go over. Um, Our rant of the week is about how Sean Penn is overrated, and I feel extremely, extraordinarily passionate about this one because I can't stand Sean Penn. I didn't see this one coming, guys, so this is going to be good. Yeah. Robert Picardo has a pitch for a live-action Star Trek show based on the EMH. Okay. Jason Momoa gets his dream DCU project, apparently... It looks like he might be playing Lobo in addition to Aquaman, which is a pretty big deal. Um, Also, a new Star Trek comic came out, and it's teasing a cameo for Season 3 of Picard. We got some leaks and rumors over at DC. Uh, We found a pretty hefty thread um, of insiders that have been right before, and that will be in the members section, just in case... No one wants to be spoiled. Uh, Ernie Hudson, uh, Ghostbuster fame, and he's playing Magic right now on Quantum Leap 2022. He uh, wants Scott back at a return, as do we. Excuse me. Also, uh, the Blue Beetle movie is still happening, and it's getting a lot of accolades right now because of its Latino casting. And the person they cast as the Blue Beetle is not someone who I would expect would be a superhero, So that's going to be fun to talk about because I actually like this guy a lot. Uh, Some new Shazam two behind the scenes images, um, and these are pretty cool. So we're going to go through that. And finally, the new Balanstar Galactica series that's coming up—it's going to have to be different, and we're going to talk about that too. I just hope it's actually coming. That's all I can say. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that as well. Because like, I'm starting to think that maybe, maybe it's not real. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it doesn't exist. It's been two years. We've been sitting on, like, a, a Battlestar Galactica history that we've been wanting to do. Like, you know, our big, like, definitive histories. And every time we think about doing it, we're like, yeah, but should we do it now? Or should we wait? Because what if it's going to come out? Like, you know, we don't know. So, anyways, uh, a couple things before we st- before I asked about your week Shane we did have some business to attend to apparently people were telling me that they went to our podcast Unleashed channel and they were unsubscribed and I got a message today in the in the chat about that but I also got messages on discord about that too so hmm if you are watching this check check to make sure that you are subscribed um, I guess I, I'm talking about like in the last week I've gotten maybe 15 people. A couple of them are friends of mine from the gaming community. All tell me that they were subscribed, and then for some reason they weren't, and uh, that would explain why some people
1: didn't see us didn't see the live notification last week. So, yeah, and if you're not subscribed <clears throat> and you weren't subscribed before, consider subscribing now because uh, we're here every week, and uh, you don't want to miss one of these because you just never know what we might say we don't, you don't know, man. It could be anything. My hair looks crazy. I'm like crazy person right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, hey, Danny. All right, look, let's do the chat real quick. What up, Penny, up Usa, Chris, Archmage, the Dork Knight, Jeremy Snyder, doomed. Doomed. Adam Mardell, Bacon Jr., my favorite kind of bacon. Dean see. I might be ruining that name. I apologize. Lassura. Lassura? I'm sorry. I have a speech <clears throat> payment. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say Dean. Uh... David Nunya, what's up man? I good good to see you. And you know what's funny is a few people were here and of the in fact Fractured Vision is back and fractured vision, he has been watching our channel since Mixed Tees, Right? Oh yeah. He's been with us a long time. <clears throat> yeah. Under multiple different names, by the way. Right. So um a couple of you guys were in the members section during the Star Wars review mm-hmm. literally an hour ago. Um, which is actually why we're a couple minutes late because I was trying to upload that video and uh, I didn't realize how long it was. YouTube was like, "It's going to take another hour and a half." I'm like,
1: "Yeah, ah, cancel it." Mm. Well, what can you do? I mean, it's uh, we're we're seen to be here all the time, so yeah. So and listen, when man. Bacon, when you said bacon Jr. was your favorite kind of bacon, I can you can you add to that a little bit, please? Um, have you ever been to Wendy's?
0: Yes, the baconator Jr.
1: Oh, got it. Okay. I was just making sure like there was not some miniature bacon that I wasn't aware of.
0: Oh, no, there is. Yeah. yeah. If, okay. If you're not aware of the bite-sized bacon bits, you should you should get a, a whole bottle of those. They're fantastic. Oh, yeah. No. The, the fake ones, though? Yeah. Never mind. You no, no, no. Mind. Get the real ones, bro. Yeah. These are it's a real ones. Let me tell you something. You want to turn a salad from something that was healthy into something that was actually good? Then throw some bacon on it. There you go. All right. Problem solved. All right. So listen, tomorrow uh, is uh, Veterans Day, right? Am I getting that right? It is. I always forget. Yeah, I'm wearing my United Mm -hmm. States of America shirt uh, in honor of Veterans Day. Uh, Shay and I are both veterans. I went to my kid's school this morning, and uh, she was going to be doing some, uh, like, a singing thing, uh, God Bless America, or I forgot what it was. Some America song. And... They told me, get there at 8 a.m. So you don't miss your kids singing. I'm like, I don't want to miss my kids singing. My kid's great. So I get there at 8 a.m. 9 a.m. rolls around. My kid still has not has not sang. In fact, um, they just had a plethora of uh, uh, veterans get up there and talk about their experiences. And while they're all valid, and I'm sure they're great people, I did not ke- come there to see people I do not know talk. <laughs> I came there to see my kids sing. <laughs> And about an hour into it, I'm, I'm calling Shane. I'm like, I'm about to leave. <laughs> say, working out. Finally, my kids sang. But, um, yeah, so that's how I learned that tomorrow was Veterans Day because I had forgotten. So here we are. Yeah, kids are
1: off tomorrow, so that'll be fun. Shane is so
0: fresh and so clean.
1: I am. I feel like a human being. Earlier when we did the and, or, you like, you'll watch it if you go back and, like, watch that clip or something. You'll see, like, I look like a homeless person, but now I'm (laughs) out of the bushes and into the shower.
0: Right. Okay, man. All right. So we're going to jump right into it then, unless you got something else. I almost want to jump right into the Tim Allen thing, because that's going to be fun to talk
1: about. I got nothing. Let's just go crazy today. Let's just talk about a bunch of stuff. Let's just go nuts. We're going to go go crazy. Okay. Here we go. Oh, wait. I do have one thing. Sorry. Go. Uh, If you haven't got a chance to watch, um, we did put out a, a data lore video that you'll want to see. We put it out earlier this week for Star Trek Picard Season 3. If you get a chance, go check that out if you haven't already. It does give some interesting insights on uh, what we're about to see with with the character previously known as Data, Lore. Oh, from I mean... Picard, wait, from before Lore, there was Data.
0: Yes. But before Data... Or is it... Was lore Actually, before, before Data, there was Lore. It was before... But before... Lore.
1: Right. Before data, it was lore. Before data, there was lore, but before lore, there was before. (laughs) Thank you, uh, Frakes. Yeah. (laughs) Which is 100% true. And the whole conversation between them was like, (laughs) okay, guys. (laughs) It was supposed to be a joke, which is kind of funny to hear that now. Like it was a setup thing, which is fun. Right.
0: All right. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's chat, man. Let's chat. We are going to be talking about, Galaxy Quest 2 and apparently Tim Allen is has confirmed that Galaxy Quest 2 talks are still happening. And I have a feeling that Tim Allen's the talks are like how much am I gonna make for this?
1: I I don't I think it was tough. They had this whole like web web show they were going to do a long time ago. I mean, we're talking about probably like 9 years ago. I remember they were yeah. going to do this Remember that? They I'm so glad that series. didn't happen
0: because web series did not work out.
1: <clears throat> right, and and they couldn't do it because uh, um, um, Alan Rickman ended up dying. Right. So it like changed the face of everything. Like, okay, now how do we do this or what do we do? Um, so what's what's the skinny on what's going on now? Yeah, and well, here's the skinny. Uh,
0: Tim Allen reveals that he is still actively involved in talking about the possible Galaxy Two Galaxy Quest 2 despite the tragic loss of Alan Rickman in 2016. This is what it says. It says, while it has been 23 years... Has it been 23 years? Oh my god. Yeah.
1: It's, oh my it's, god. We've gotten old somewhere.
0: That's... I gotta stop for a second because it's been 23 years? I... I am like blown away right now. I did not expect that number. I I am so old. Oh my god.
1: Because <laughs> now that Brian's having a midlife crisis.
0: Because I watched this. I was an adult
1: when I watched this. It's been twenty three years. Yeah, I mean you're. Yeah, I guess so. You were barely. I guess you were. I barely was barely aware.
0: an adult, but I was an adult. I remember I was. Yeah. I, I was living. I was living with our cousin Todd. I had moved okay. out of my our house when I saw this movie.
1: Yeah, I, I frequently have these thoughts about things like every day now. So that's as you crazy. get older, this becomes more like, what, what was it the other day? Something was like 25 years old. And I'm like, oh, I was watching the the, the movie Tales from the Dark Side. Oh, yeah, I remember that. The yeah. movie, like there's a, like a TV show little thing, but right. a movie came out. It had Christian Slater and a bunch of like a bunch of Steve Buscemi, a bunch of famous actors now. Yep. And I looked at the year on it and it was 1990. And I went, that's 32 years ago. Oh yeah. Um I made
0: that Stargate uh trailer for uh the We Want Stargate hashtag. Yeah. And in the trailer it was like it was like thirty five years or something like that. And <laughs> someone was like ha, has it? That's, that's not right. It hasn't been that long. I'm like, actually it has. Like go back to the when the movie came out. Oh my god. Oh
1: <laughs> from the eighties, yeah. Or well, yeah, I don't remember when it early early nineties. <clears throat> well ninety to now is thirty two years. Is that right? Yeah. Oh so it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Um there's like your your mic is like crazy loud right now for some reason. I know,
1: it's because my gardeners uh decide to show up all of a sudden out of time. So sorry. Okay. My bad. All right. So, anyways, mm-hmm. back to this. So
0: twenty three years since Galaxy Quest was first released, the film star Tim Allen reveals the talks about a possible Galaxy Quest two are still very much ongoing.
1: It's a long time to be ongoing, but okay. It's 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 like a struggle for relevance. I mean, people would show up gangbusters for it, so you know somebody wants to make it. Right, right, you're right. Um, a parody of Star Trek and similar
0: sci-fi fandoms, the 1999 comedy outing, the uh, outing featured Alan Sagonian Weaver, Alec Rickman, and others. I mean, you guys are forgetting about plenty of other people. <laughs> As and in fact, I think a couple of actors are even more famous than Sigourney Weaver and Alec Rickman ever were,
1: right? Well, it's hard remember. to be more famous than them, but... Tony Shalhoub, the guy who played... A guy? His name is, uh...
0: Oh my god, I forget it right now.
1: Tony is uh is from... The Monk. Monk. From The Monk. Right. And from, uh... He played that show, Wings. Right, and the guy, that played, the guy who played Guy,
0: who was in Moon, Iron Man, I'm forgetting his name right oh, now. Oh yeah,
1: he's been in a ton of stuff.
0: Um, <clears throat> anyways. Uh... Over the years since its original theatrical release, the film has gone on to become a cult classic, praised by not only critics and audiences but also several mm. stars of the Star Trek franchise itself. Like, I know it was a parody of Star Trek, but like it wasn't like a jokey parody. So whenever I see parody no. of Star Trek, it was—I feel like it's more an homage to Star Trek, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: Some other notable Sam Rockwell is who you're talking about. Son but, Sam Rockwell. Thank you. Sorry, to put you on the spot. Sam Rockwell. Means- yeah, Justin Justin Long, Rain Wilson was in it. Yeah, so. Right, incredible. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this would be a this this cast would actually be so
0: expensive to get back in this right. time in this time now that they've all been now that they're all basically A-list actors. It would make its money though. It would. So yeah. while talk of a possible Galaxy Quest sequel was going uh, has been doing the rounds ever since the first film release, no one has ever managed to mater- nothing has ever managed to materialize in an interview Alan conducted with comicbook.com however, the actor admits he is still talking with his fellow crew members about the possibility of a sequel <laughs> and is unsure why no one has not uh, why no one has not happened already I mean that's obviously a, a typo he's unsure why it hasn't happened
1: already he come also on, speaks screen, about right. a what's that I said come on screen come right on now.
0: screen right he <laughs> also speaks about the previous draft script that featured the late Rickman. And here's his actual comment. Consistently, this crew and everyone else with Galaxy Quest has been fighting to do this moments later. When the Thermians come back, we literally just talked about this yesterday. A group of us here, and we don't know why it hasn't happened. There's been a script, and our friend Alan Rickman passed away. So that script involved him and I, and the whole story disappeared. The story itself was was so clever and so fun.
1: I love that crew. I love everything about Galaxy Quest. I argue it would be difficult to do it without Alan Rickman. Um, Alan Rickman was kind of the 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 yin to um, Tim Allen's yang okay. in that movie. He was the counterbalance. And what character would step up to be his counterbalance to keep him? You know, because you so know, course, no, I don't think she successfully can do that. I
0: wish she could do it if they change your character a little bit. Like, say it's been twenty-five years and. Now they're married in real life and this next adventure, you, it, it, you get, you get like that, the couple's uh, playback
1: going on too. Like it would work. You'd also need like, you'd also need to get that fish out of water feeling again if you do a second one. So it would need to be, and granted it would be, you know, 20 plus years later. So that's good. And that you would have to get that feeling of them being like on the bridge again. And like, what am I doing here? I never wanted to do this again. You know, I'm not, you know, they would need to get that story back somehow, because I think that's the magic that occurs. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree. But can I ask uh, whoever, if anyone ever sees this as anything to do, anything to do with the Galaxy Quest sequel, can I just plead with you from a fan's perspective? Do not involve children. Do not huh? make it out. Don't make it. Alan and Tim Allen and Johnny Weaver's kids that go on this mission. Or that have that fish out yeah. of water experience. No, that like, wouldn't be good. That would that would take the whole thing and dra- and mm-hmm. just drag it down to not you know, less important. Um, which I feel like that's what a lot of a lot of these like sequels that come out like so many years later they involve like the kids and their teenagers and I don't don't do that guys. Please don't <laughs> please not do that.
1: Yeah, that would <clears throat> not be good. Um, it looks like it's like Dreamworks Pictures. Uh it, is who um, produced the film. So DreamWorks Pictures owns it. God, have you seen a lot of DreamWorks stuff lately? I thought they were acquired by Disney a long time ago. Well, no. Well, DreamWorks was, you know, of course, famously Steven Spielberg and I think Jeffrey Katzenberg. Some of these people come together to build the studio.
0: I know. I I remember that the logo with with the kid fishing. Right. That's like their stinger. Yeah, but I don't remember. I, I mm-hmm. literally haven't seen a movie since.
1: I assume that they were like uh, merged with someone or something. Uh, Maybe, you know, DreamWorks. Let's see what they got coming out because that this is really what's going to happen to see who, you know, if it's not getting done, this is why. Yes, Jeremy Snyder.
0: I basically want Tim Allen and Weaver to be Ed and Kelly from Orville. Can we do that? Let's just make this that would be kind of cool. The unofficial Orville movie. <laughs> Call of the day. That would be pretty cool.
1: Uh, Archmage yeah. says DreamWorks did
0: 1917. Oh, so I guess they're still
1: around. Yeah, I'm seeing a bunch of animation stuff here in IMDb. So, so there was another couple
0: of things mm-hmm. that came out last year. I guess Simon Pegg was trying to write a script for a TV series for Amazon or something. Remember that? And um, I guess that didn't. I guess that just sort of fizzled off. I guess it
1: just keeps dying. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, well, I, well, I believe that they are missing an opportunity here because Galaxy Quest, whether it's a sequel to the movie or it's a TV series, whatever, um, would be huge. I think I think it would make us money regardless of how much money you spent on the casting. I think it would really go a, a long way. Um, this series. I mean, this movie is not just a cult status, but, like, it's a sci-fi movie in its own right. People love this film. Love it. Uh, I remember when I was designing a bunch of T-shirts years ago, everyone kept asking, like, "Oh, wh- wh- what do you guys want? What do you, wh- you want to make T-shirts for? Everyone kept asking for the same thing. More Galaxy Quest. And I'm like, the movie hasn't been around for 20 years. Okay, all right. So people love this movie, and there's no reason to bring it back. And I feel like the actors are... A lot of these actors are close to the end of their careers. So if you don't do it in the next like five or six years, you might just be out that opportunity, in my opinion.
1: It's a good point. DreamWorks, you know, and I think that that's, like I said, again, it's going to be the secret here is going to be DreamWorks. They made movies like Saving Private Ryan, Catch Me If You Can, uh, Letters from Iwo Jima, Galaxy Quest, Castaway, Lincoln, Almost Famous. They have some incredible movies. Oh yeah, uh, that they've made. So there's got to be a really good reason why they haven't brought them back. Uh, I, I I'm guessing they were pretty serious about it until Alan Rickman died. So what, <clears throat> I'm assuming that whatever script they're coming up with, uh, they're going to have a hard time counterbalancing that. Um, but it's going to happen regardless at some point because it's just going to make too much money, and studios don't like to sit on stuff. The qu- question is, is Um, DreamWorks doesn't necessarily need to do this movie because they don't really need the money. Like, I'm sure they want to make it, but we're talking about Steven Spielberg here. So, like, he doesn't have to make it unless he feels like it's going to be a really good movie. And I think that's probably why it hasn't been made yet. Imagine that. uh, uh, Galaxy Quest 2, directed by Steven Spielberg. (laughs) Right. Universal would have made it already, like, 15 years ago. (laughs) Right, right, right. So maybe that's why we haven't seen it yet.
0: All right. Right, so that's it. Well let us know what you guys think about this in the comment section below. Uh you guys looking forward to a new Galaxy Quest? Do you want it? Do you want it now? Or you're like, you know what? Let's just wait and do it, reboot the whole thing. Because I, I wouldn't want I don't want that. But I also don't want to do it with kids. Don't make it so where he's like a grandpa and his kids are going. Don't do that. Please don't do that.
1: Yeah, it's getting too we're getting close to being too too old. We're getting too yeah, we're
0: getting close to being too old, and if they yeah. do it, it's gonna feel really forced. Right. AKA Picard season one. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right. Um, uh, that is not how Picard season three is, though, thankfully. All right. Oh, no. We'll be talking about that here shortly. Yeah. In <clears> fact, <throat> we're going to be talking. Is that the segue? Tre- great segue, Shane, because what are we doing you- next? What's next, Shane?
1: Could it be the Weekly Terry?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were drinking water when I hit it I was I, like,
1: he's going to do it right when I take a drink. I know it's going to happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I heard you quickly throwing the water down. I'm like, woo! Yes, this is the weekly Terry. This is when we get to rummage through Terry's garbage, his tweets. We're out outside of his house at three in the morning, looking through his his thrown away shredded paper. Shane's trying to put all the shreds back together, and we are we are figuring out exactly. <laughs> the mind of Terry Metallus, who is, if you do not know, what's that? Sorry, go ahead. ahead. If you do not know, he is the current showrunner for star Trek season three of Picard. And that is coming out in February. And we are super stoked on that.
1: It's going to be phenomenal. Um, So we get to go through his tweets, Shane. So before we do that real quick, uh, Terry, that security light that keeps coming on and off in the middle of the night where we apologize. Yeah. Uh, we don't want it to go on and off. Maybe we could just unscrew it a little bit so we can just keep going through your cr- your trash. So yeah, and like, we have to keep bringing, like, food for his dogs yeah. so they don't
0: attack us. Yeah, all that good to stuff. To be honest, this segment is getting very expensive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> not making us enough money.
0: He is very far away from us. And, you know, uh steaks every, every Wednesday is expensive, you know?
1: <laughs> all right. Um, I think we do, before we do the tweets, I think uh, we do want to say, <clears throat> if you are... If you, if you experienced Picard Seasons 1 and 2 and you enjoyed them, then just keep on doing what you're doing. Picard Season 3 is going to be great. If you watch Picard Seasons 1 and 2 and you're like, I'm done. I'm not watching it no more. Just stop right there because you need to watch Picard Season 3. Officially, we can put out now, I think, that Brian and I have seen Picard Season 3. Oh, we can, okay, we can, so, we can put that out now? Yeah, we're, we've put we have seen Season 3. Um, but Shane, so, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is news to me that we're
0: allowed to talk about this. I have been patiently waiting with my hands on my underneath my my thighs here.
1: Well, we can't talk about it because we we looked we were looking through a window, <laughs> and I mean we can, but we don't want to say whose window we were looking through. <laughs> because Imagine i think that. we might get arrested so,
0: like b- b- binoculars.
1: binoculars and you know those little sound equipment where they at the nfl where they like hold it up and like like so that's how we got it guys right. i am pretty positive that we were not
0: <laughs> supposed to say that we saw it.
1: yeah and to that police officer that came by and we told them we were looking for change with our with our um you know, the metal detector that was actually a sound device. Is I'm it, so sorry. I put it on the ground. Like it was a metal. detector.
0: If you guys watch this clip after the live show and this part's not in it, it's because we were told we weren't supposed to say this.
1: <laughs> I mean, nobody can tell us what we can say or can't say from through a window across the street. That's all I'm saying. And listen, Alex Kurtzman, you need to watch, you know, look, you need to close your blinds, dog. Yeah. Alex.
0: Okay. <laughs> Also, it's weird that you pick your nose. I'm just saying. I know you're in the comfort of your own it house. It was but...
1: next to his. It was next, next to it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did see it. <laughs> we saw it, and it's great. You need to watch it. Trust us. Uh, you're not
1: going to be disappointed by Picard season three. Just show up because listen, we wouldn't tell you to if it wasn't great. No.
0: You know. And, and we have been so honest. Like the other day, someone was like. Someone asked me why I was shilling so much for Picard season three. I'm like, um, I'm not shilling.
1: <laughs> I saw it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Shilling is when you, when you don't think it's great and yet you still say it's great. Right. That's shilling or getting paid to do that, I guess. And I guess that not. that would be a valid, like <laughs> criticism.
0: As if, if we were saying that every season of Picard or whatever, Star Trek was great. This might be the first time we're like, no, oh, no, it's like, ev- other seasons were not good. We said it. We were very clear about it. We had, we had hoped that it was good, but they weren't good, ultimately. We have complained about Discovery so many times I can't count. Um, and we were actually hesitant about Strange New Worlds until we saw it. We're like, oh, this is fun. But even yeah. then, we were critical of it. We're telling you right now, and we've been critical the whole time of New Star Trek, this is this is premium chef's kiss Trek. Yeah. Be ready for it. It's coming. Uh, Orville Nation. Uh, this is Super Chef from Orville Nation. Says, just say you guys saw it from remote viewing of Terry's living room or something.
1: <laughs> i doing remote viewing. Well, Terry's smart. He keeps his blinds closed. It's the rest of the people that need to close their blinds. And we had to uh, we, had,
0: we had to hack into Alex Kurtzman's uh, closed cir- <laughs> cl- closed circuit television. We saw it. It was in black and white, but we did see it. <laughs> um, yes, quote
1: us saying it's fantastic.
0: It is, yeah. So, don't want to miss it. So,
1: on to the tweets!
0: On to the tweets! On to the tweets! Dork Knight, yes, you missed the end of our discussion. That was an hour and a half ago, dude. All right, first tweet of the week. Terry Metallus tweets, Have I mentioned how much I love Gates McFadden? So thrilled to have her as part of season three.
1: Just you wait. Yeah, Terry is uh, routinely said things uh publicly that she's going to be different than you've ever seen her before and uh, just based on that information we can tell you that 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 beverly crusher is better than she's ever been in tng in this show yeah she's actually she's she's amazing yeah she's, she's there's one of- great episode where beverly was the center of the story and it's not the one the ghost of scotland or whatever the title that, that one is
0: <laughs> the one with the candle i don't
1: like that one um
0: (laughs) uh, i remember watching that when i was like 13 and being like okay
1: light well yeah yes the candle gates yeah that element of it was definitely no i'm
0: not why i'm watching star trek dad
1: (laughs) (laughs) but there was an episode where she was uh everybody kept disappearing around her oh yeah Uh, ship um, in a bottle and that was a great episode I really love that episode and it's centered on her and she did a fantastic job um so I would say that episode and Star Trek Picard season three is probably the best uh, of Beverly Crusher
0: okay I agree with that what's next in the tweet department Shane well I'll tell you this is not Star (laughs) Trek related but it's actually a very important uh, look into the mind of Terry Metallus Someone says, no digital download, Terry you fuel. He's talking about buying a video game. But this is the important part. He says, I believe in physical media. Big believer. Mm. I gotta say, here's the deal. Boys and girls. Uh, As much as people think streaming services are forever gonna have these awesome shows and movies that you love so much, that is not the case. In fact, we're seeing... Annual contracts now for social uh, for uh, sorry for streaming services. What happened? What, what used to be the case was you would give you know you would have a a ten year contract to run Star- Stargate reruns on your network, or when Netflix came into being, a ten year contract to have you know Stargate SG one. Now everything is annual. Literally everything is an annual contract, which means year to year you can just <clears> completely <throat> lose access to something that you love. So I've gotten to the point where I'm now buying something called steel books. Um, mm. Exclusively steel books. I no longer buy regular DVDs. We're, we're, they don't advertise
1: with us. Heads up.
0: I know. I no longer buy regular DVDs or Blu-rays. I am buying steel books. Not only because they're steel and the art looks cool, but because it's the only physical media that actually increases in value from the, from the point of purchase. Because they only make a certain amount of them, so when you get, let's say, Stargate: The Steelbook series, well, there's only certain. There's only so many of those Stargate movies that, they, that they're going to put out in that steelbooks, and so mm. they're actually collectibles. But in addition to them being collectibles, inside of them is the is the Blu-ray with all the features and stuff that you wouldn't get on streaming services. So, look at yeah, what. Go ahead. We have every streaming. service. Shane and I literally have every streaming
1: service, right, Shane? Yes, except Apple because I'm mad at them. Yes, I, I
0: actually have Apple on it, but I haven't logged in, in like six months. But yeah, he, Shane can't figure out how to get Apple to work. <laughs> he signed My up. Apple ID won't work! He signed, up, he signed up one time and it was like, please input your Apple ID. He was like, I don't have an iPhone! This is stupid! <laughs> but look, we have everyone, but the problem is um, physical media is king. You, know, you can't beat physical media when it comes to actually utilizing or viewing your, your
1: favorite content. so I have a question for you go about up. physical media. Mm-hmm. So how long will the Blu-ray last? That's my question. Because, I mean, honestly, DVDs are, are almost dead. And oh, I see how long saying. will Blu-ray last before, you know, it just seems like having not have, you know, physical media is great, but it seems like everything's digital now. Well, so Blu-ray's are still
0: being utilized. So i mean, sorry, DVDs, DVDs are kind of, yeah. I mean, I mean, yes. Yeah. Would I buy a DVD of something? No, no, but an old DVD I have still plays in my Blu-ray player.
1: Right. But that's why I'm saying, how long does Blu-ray last? Right. Like how long will we keep doing that? I
0: know what you're talking about. That's like when formats change, right? So you had like Betamax and then VHS and then like laser discs and DVDs. And then Blu-ray. At one point, you had the remember the Ultra HD DVDs, where it was like basically a Blu-ray, but a different kind of Blu-ray. Yeah. So, at what point does physical end? Well, see that that's the question. I don't think physical will ever. Well, I don't think physical in any way will ever end. Will there be a different kind of Blu-ray, like maybe smaller or higher capacity or whatever, perhaps? But I think that too many people want a keepsake of their favorite movie, hmm. TV show, or whatever. And, like, that's why people, like, I still buy, like, CDs of my absolute most favorite artists. When they come out with a cool CD, I'll buy it. Now, will I listen to the CD itself? No, but I like having it. I'm still listening to it on Spotify or YouTube Music, but I like having the physical CD. So, I don't think it's ever going to go anywhere. I don't think it's going to leave us. Um, I do believe it might, I, I think it might change. In fact, we're seeing now. DVDs were one quality. Blu-rays were a higher quality. Now you have this new thing called UHD Blu-rays, which are like 4K. And the thing about Blu-rays is there's so much, so much space on a Blu-ray disc that it can survive the next big change. Like if, if everything goes from 4K to 8K or whatever, a Blu-ray can, a Blu-ray movie can still be put on a, on one disc in 8K. So I think it's a pretty future-proof, um, media. And I think it's going to be around for a while. And I think that it's dumb uh, not to buy, if you like something so much, like, don't, re- don't rely on, like, you bought it digitally on Amazon. Well, don't rely on, on that always being there. Here's a great case in point. I bought Always Sunny in Philadelphia, one of my favorite comedy shows. I found out recently that the digital version of them, literally, they removed episodes. Seven episodes. Mm-hmm that were too spicy, I guess, for true, whatever, were literally banned. And I purchased entire seasons on Amazon, and they removed my access to what I bought based on what they thought was right or wrong. That is, like, unbelievable to me.
1: That's a pr- that's true. I mean, you're paying for a service that at any time they can kick you off.
0: Yeah. Had, so I, had I spent that money on the Blu-ray set instead, it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, that's a good point. Super chat from Maria. Uh, go ahead. Insert best super chat quote here ever. PS I'm Terry Security.
1: <laughs> I'm slacking.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: That right. is the best super best super chat quote.
0: Okay, one more tweet from uh Terry Metellus. We got two. Oh, I'm sorry, two more. I apologize. Thank you, Shane. Yes. Two more tweets. First one being he, he actually replied to someone and said, Riker loves himself a starship. Well, what was the question? Well, I'll tell you. First, it was a picture of uh, the Titan. Mm. Cool. Love it. The new Titan, by the way, looks sick. I don't, I don't know what anyone's problem is with this ship, but that's a discussion for another time, I guess.
1: No, that's that. Well, I think we should mention that just right now. Okay, go for, for it. For, I mean, just really quick, like, Everybody who's complaining about the – that the Titan does not look like the Luna-class Titan, um, you need to really take a good, hard look at this new Titan because the new Titan is a throwback to uh, what Star Trek ships looked like before. It's a throwback to the Constitution-class ship, Mm -hmm. and it looks more – and when you look at it, and, and it really plays well in the show, it looks like a classic Star Trek ship. right. Where I would argue that the Titan does not. the You know, the classic Luna-class Titan does not. And I just think that people have more flexibility until Picard Season 3 gets here and then create your own judgment. But from our point of view, at least from my point of view, the new Titan is a way better-looking ship.
0: Oh, it's so rad-looking.
1: So. Um, and, and you guys haven't even seen it all yet. You've seen, like, just little clips.
0: Yeah, so. no, it's it's really phenomenal, actually. Um I like how we can't even see one of these tweets because someone blocked us.
1: Okay, guys, come on. Oh, if they're blocking us, then goodness gracious! Yeah, I know we're like
0: so vanilla. <laughs> if you block we're us, like, you, we must you know, be we must be on some list where you like you like blocked anyone that was like uh, following uh, Orville Nation or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's not us. <laughs> um, this way he said I found out this Titan was I. At- I found out this Titan was either destroyed or decommissioned during Riker's command and was given a new ship that resembles the Constitution-class starship. The question was, actually, I think it happened after Riker and Troy were left with their kids, but Terry Metallus has that backstory. He just said, Riker loves himself a starship. Mm. (laughs) By the way, the fact that he responded to you might be a hint as to what? Yeah. yeah, Matt Vader, it might be. Yeah, they might have blocked us because of you, bro. <laughs> Super Chef Marvel Nation, Mythic Quest Season 3 tomorrow. Yeah, bro. Can't wait. Shane <laughs> Shane has not seen the glory that is Mythic Quest,
1: by the way. I don't want to talk about it. I'm very frustrated <laughs> with he, Apple.
0: Yeah, he can't log
1: to see it. products. I've literally tried to like reset my thing. And I, like it says, it sent me an email, but it didn't. And then you call Apple and they're like, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. So never mind. I just quit. He <laughs> just gave up. I'll just start over somehow or something. One
0: last tweet. And this is a small one, but it's still fun. Someone tweeted him saying really enjoying person of interest. Interesting show. And, uh, Terry Mattel said finger on the pulse. And if you haven't seen person of interest, boy, are you missing out? Uh, one thing about Terry is that we are we have we all have very similar tastes to Terry. Like he loves like 12 Monkeys, Stargate, like all the same stuff we like Terry likes. Well, a person of interest is a show that came out in like 2010 or something. And basically it's about this guy right here. These two individuals. <clears throat> and one guy is this like billionaire or a very rich person that invent that designed a computer that had like this AI that can like track people. And it was so good at like predicting crime and finding people. He realized that he put, that it was dangerous and that too in that the government couldn't have control over this thing. So he basically enlists the help of this ex CIA operative who had a moral conscience, which is why he left the CIA to basically use that device to do missions, to keep that out of, out of, the wrong hands. And it ended up being a very good show. Like really, really great.
1: Well Jim Cavi itself is an excellent actor in everything he's ever done. So yeah. Take that m- to the bank. Do you remember that
0: uh that movie Count of Monte Cristo?
1: Oh yeah. One of my favorite it's oh. my favorite movie of, of Jim's.
0: Oh my God. Love if, it. If you have not seen this movie, The Count of Monte Cristo, you are to te- depriving yourself premium. I'm sorry to say use this word premium keynote
1: yeah it's the jim caveats make sure you get that one there's a couple of them that were made so really really incredible
0: yeah you get the one that would jim what jim jim cavell caveats
1: caveat cell caveat cell
0: get the one jim caveat cell it's amazing
1: so oh and he, also there is a very young uh henry cavill in it
0: yes yes there is yes, yes there is that was my first glance of that beautiful man um but, yes, go check out that movie and check out the show, Person of Interest. It's really phenomenal. Uh, you're missing out if you haven't seen it. It's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Orville Nation said, Shane, dude. <laughs> I don't know why. But, dude, what's up? Dude. DJ. Bro. Dude.
1: What does your tattoo say? Dude. What does my tattoo say? Bro. What? Bro. <laughs> where's my car (laughs) that was a that was an unbelievably good movie for its time right it shouldn't have been good that's why it should not
0: have been like you when you watch that movie you're not thinking this is gonna make me laugh you're thinking this is so stupid and then you like you leave and you leave and you're like in tears because of how funny it was and it had so it had such heart too you're like how is this a good movie
1: yeah it was like bill and ted take two you know
0: it was yeah that was a good movie too, actually. Not take yeah. two. You talking about the, the, the newest one, right?
1: The original bill and Ted's. Yeah. And then, so it was, it was like the original bill and Ted's in that same way. Right. If you watch it today, I don't know if you get the same feelings about it, but back then it was great.
0: Yeah, it really was. Okay, man. Um, Well, that has been Terry's, uh, the weekly Terry, AKA Terry's tweets. Hit the subscribe button on the way to the comment section.
1: Hashtag Terry Trek. Hashtag, Start using it. Please. Hashtag Terry Trek. Shane we're we're really with that thing.
0: Help us out, guys. Shane wants this hashtag to be a thing so
1: badly. Yes. Hashtag Terry. Well, it's not. It's not that I want it to be. It's once Picard season three goes, that's what it will be. So okay. I'm just saying, get on board now instead so, of wait until then.
0: So here's the correct spelling: hashtag T E R R Y Trek T R E K. Thank you, yes. Orville Nation. Right yes. there, hashtag Terry Trek. There it is. Alright, well that's it. Let us know what you guys think in the comment section below. Do you have any questions? Hopefully we can get him on at some point, and we'll be asking him any question you give us. We are making note of them, so we can ask him directly. So let us know in the comment
1: section below. All right. what's next? What is next? We've got uh, Oh, uh, we're going to talk about your rant of the week? Yes, we are. (laughs) Yeah. I've, I've got... I actually went through his IMDb. I might actually be able to change your mind on some stuff. I really doubt it. It's possible. I doubt it. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm already making up, him upset, just saying. Yeah. I might be able to I, change his mind. Like Look it. at it. You can see, you're like, you're
0: upsetting me right now. I know
1: that. <laughs> I
0: despise this person. I don't like, I like don't him don't at all. want to like him. All right. <clears throat> This is the rant of the week. And of course, with the rant of the week, you have to have rant of the week. Sean Penn is overrated. Or is he? No, he is over <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, it's great. No, the whole leave that. Leave that. Leave so that. Shane is trying to do the thing where he's like contradicting my Passionate no. rant.
1: No, no, I want you to rant, and you have a lot of legitimacy to what you're about to say. But I just might be able to introduce a couple of things that'll make you go, "Well, yeah, all right, okay." Yeah. Sean Payne's pen is overrated.
0: I don't believe he's done anything of of value in almost 15 years, and I would argue that some of the movies that everyone likes are actually just fart sniffing critic garbage.
1: What made you actually get on this rant in the first place? Can you tell us a little
0: bit about that? Thanks. Thanks. That's a great segue, Shane. What made me get on this rant was seeing this article at the New York Post. Sean Penn loaning Zelensky, the president of the U- of Ukraine, his Oscar and it says, is Hollywood at his most tone deaf. I agree. Uh, Johnny Olensky. Here's, here's him doing it. <laughs> Here you go, sir. This Oscar's for you is my most prized possession. <laughs> you deserve this for being such a good performer in Ukraine. And you I want like to tell you Dallas how course. much I love you and I love this Oscar. Is alone though, do not lose this. And this is Zelensky Zelensky's <laughs> like, What the hell is going on right now? Can I sell this? Will this buy me a fighter jet, bro? <laughs> like
1: oh my god bro are you joking right now he... <clears throat> I mean is it possible that he was like is it possible that he had his best interest at heart there you think Sean was like trying to do something genuine but maybe he just, no, just I, I believe that he had his best interest in heart okay
0: Explain. not not Zelensky's Sean Penn is very very good at inserting himself into world events as like this why is he even there? How is he important <laughs> enough to be there? I don't this is so stupid. Like with everything going on with the Ukraine and Russia and all that, why are we even talking
1: about Sean Penn? Why are we well, talking he, about him? He gave him an Oscar, bro. Who cares? You know what's cool? It could be it's negative not even and real and gold. Older. It's a fake, it's a fake gold statue, man. <laughs> It, it could be like, it could go both ways. Like he could be giving it to him. Like your acting on this was just fantastic. Like you really like made us believe that you needed help. And like, we came to your rescue. Here's an Oscar. Or it could be, or it could be, um, here's an Oscar because it, I literally don't own anything else that's more valuable than this. Cause I, it was all stolen by like some homeless people in San Francisco, but I'm going to give it to you. Uh, so, I mean, I guess there's a couple of ways. Shame. How do you think he needs it?
0: Uh, Shane, please tell me. Yeah. All right. Let's play this out. I'll be Sean Penn. Okay. And you be president Zelensky, president okay. of a war torn country that a current, much larger country is attempting to take over. Yes. And, 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 yeah. and, and no politics here. I'm, not, I'm okay. not being political. I'm saying the facts are a giant c- country is trying to take over a smaller country. He's the president of said smaller country, regardless of right. however you feel about that situation, right? Yes. Right. So you are you are the president of that okay. smaller country, and I am the great and illustrious, amazing
1: Sean Penn. Got it.
0: Well, hello, uh, Sean Penn. Thank you for
1: coming to my country. It is good that oh, I'm here. For you?
0: I agree. What, it's what, very good that I'm here. Listen, what, what can we do for you? Wait, wait. How does how does your shot look? Is this my good side? Okay. <laughs> No, go on the other side. Is is the lighting good? Okay. What's going on? Hello. What's President Zelensky. Wait, let me try that again. Hello, President Zelensky. I yes. am Sean Penn. Yes, I've seen your movies. Very nice. Okay. Uh, I, very good. I am giving you this this wondrous this wondrous gift. Oh, from the bottom of my heart, I believe Hold, you on. We're have- Hold on a second. Oh. Okay, go <laughs> ahead. You should have this Oscar from me because you are such a a a good
1: performer as president of ukraine thank you thank you very much okay uh hey how much what can we get to ransom no 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 you can't ransom me okay (laughs) i am i am too famous (laughs) let's hold him for something he's got to be worth something (laughs) something maybe we give him to putin
0: oh this just did uh uh, yep, Zelensky is ransoming Sean Penn <laughs> back to Steven Spielberg. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, I don't know if that's how it goes. Zelensky seems to want to take support from everyone, so he's probably treating him like, you know, he's probably being nice about it. But you're right, like, any visibility for Ukraine right now is a good thing, so maybe it's a win-win. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. wait. <laughs> the, the person who wrote this article, I don't know, I'm not endorsing this person as a human being, but I'm gonna tell you right now, this is premium writing. Okay, let me let me read this to you. And I don't know what he's done. I don't know what his beliefs are, but he what he wrote here is just chef's kiss. The United States has given him seventeen point six billion dollars in aid, so far. So far. Great Britain has delivered him 120 armored vehicles and anti ship missile systems. Germany sent him 1.16 billion to support the effort. But none of those paltry stocking stuffers (laughs) approaches the generosity or sheer enormity of what actor Sean Penn has done for Ukraine President Voldemort Zelensky. He
1: loaned him his Oscar. That is, I mean, it's. I get it, but it's kind. That's kind of like a low blow in a little bit way. I mean, no. you can't compare one person to a nation. You know? The above is not the plot of a Veep Christmas
0: special. <laughs> <laughs> this is somehow a real news story, which the world press re- reported on Tuesday with the straightforwardness of a water treatment plant being built down the block, even though it's totally or utterly ludicrous. Hollywood just can't help itself.
1: Yeah, I, I would much prefer my actors and actresses just act and actress a lot more. Uh, just there are do all that. Just actors
0: now, bro. This is 2022.
1: I know it's weird. Act actors, just please act. Let the politicians and other people but see the problem is is a lot of these actors actors feel like, well, I have some visibility now and it would be irresponsible for me not to use my reach to spread the message and the word. Um, And unfortunately that whole idea is filled with some incredible narcissism. (laughs) Like the fact that you believe because, you know, a million people follow you that now you must get involved in world politics and heal things is sheer narcissism. And I, I would argue that of all of your points, Sean Penn being a narcissist is probably, is probably true. Now, to be fair, Sean Penn has done some good stuff. Well, yes. I mean, I think his heart, his intention is to do good. And that's what I was trying to say earlier. He (laughs) intends to do good. But his, because he's Hollywoodified, is that the right word? Hollywoodified? He just, yeah. yeah. Hollyfied. When people blow smoke up your butt, I think the side effect is that smoke gets up in your system and you suddenly feel the need to like do things that make no sense. Right, like go to Ukraine, like like. Listen, if he wanted to, like, send him a, no- a letter, maybe mail him the Oscar and be like, "I don't know what else to do. I'm like an actor. This is the best I got. Uh, I mean, we, he, I support you."
0: He was raising money for Ukraine before the war. He's not. That's he's it? not. I don't think he's a bad person. I think you're right. I think he's a narcissist. I think he's gotten a lot of smoke blown up his butt. I think he does try to do good with what he has. So I, I think he's. I, I think he's probably a better person than other actors for sure um so when i say he's overrated i'm saying that i don't think he's a very good actor <laughs> i don't like any movie he's ever done except for maybe mystic river okay um and i got pa- a couple and paulie shore is dead and I don't I, think he's a bad person. I do think this is super tone deaf, and I think that giving like I don't know, I don't know, just like the just like the writer wrote. I don't know why this is news. It shouldn't be news. It's Stupid, it's dumb. <sighs> With everything going on again, like 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 you depicted, while he's getting the Oscar, I'm sure that you can hear in the background just like bombs landing in their country. It's and that's not that's because... not funny. It's funny that he's getting an Oscar during that time.
1: I mean, it's 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 news because it's ridiculous. I think. <clears throat> If the news treats, is, treats it as something that's sincere, it's kind of weird. I don't know if CNN's rocking the whole, you know, that'll be interesting to see which side of the, is Fox rocking the, Fox is probably showing it going, look at how tone deaf he is, right? And then CNN, I guess, is like, look at what a big heart our Hollywood community has. <clears throat> so like, there's like these two different variables to it. Possible. But but listen, Sean Penn is not an actor that I, I don't really care about his movies. I don't... He, I don't really like seeing what he's in in general, but Mystic River is very good. Mystic River is great. But not just because of him, it's other things. No, no a but lot you gotta of other things. Back. Huh? A lot of other things, right? A lot of other things, yeah. Um, you got to go back though. So he was in Taps in 1981 uh Again, with go. uh Timothy all- Hutton.
0: Okay, wait, wait. I'm going to go all the way down the list. I'm going to start at 1981.
1: Okay. Okay. So Taps. Taps on. with Tom Cruise and Timothy Hutton. And that was a fantastic movie. If you've never seen Taps, it's uh, you won't be able to turn it off. And Sean Penn's great in that movie. Um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High in
0: 1982.
1: Great movie. Great movie. Spicoli Jeff, Mr. Hand. Uh, it's pepperoni pizza, Mr. Hand. It was just fantastic. Right. And, and that was really where he became great. I didn't see a lot of other stuff. I saw The Falcon and the Snowman. Which was okay. I would argue that Timothy Hutton was better than Sean Penn in that movie. I didn't see, after Fast Times,
0: I didn't yeah. see anything until U-Turn.
1: Okay. Well, I saw Casualties of War in 89. And that's the one that made me start to hate Sean Penn <laughs> as an actor. Uh, I, he was in it with Michael J. Fox. It was a terrible movie. It was absolutely terrible movie. It was about the atrocities of Vietnam and neither one of them were great in that movie, but Sean Penn came across so unlikable. It made it hard for me to watch him in other things. Okay. Uh, So I would argue that until dead man walking in 95 and it's not, listen, the fact that Susan Sarandon is doing that movie with Sean Penn, Susan Sarandon is a huge Hollywood activist. This is their little circle running around. Tim Robbins, who married Susan Sarandon, Uh, same organization, Tim, or same group, Tim, also in Mystic River with uh, Sean Penn. So there's this little bit of a blowing smoke up our own butts together kind of thing happening with everybody.
0: Fart smelling. Um, That's what I call it. Fart smelling.
1: So I didn't see U-Turn, but you did in
0: 97. Yeah, I wasn't a fan.
1: Uh, The Game in 97 also, great movie, but not because of Sean Penn.
0: Yeah, sorry, real quick. uh, In case you guys missed U-Turn, it's starring Sean Penn and Jennifer uh, Lopez in addition to Nick Nolte. So, sounds like a good movie, Shane?
1: I mean, I love Nick Nolte.
0: I watched it for the purpose of Jennifer Lopez because the trailer uh, showed her in a skimpy outfit and that's where it ended for me.
1: I mean, he's been in some great movies and I think that's partly why he gets the love he does. I mean, Carlito's way was considered a a huge movie was considered a really dead man walking huge um the game big movie for uh, yeah, yeah but Shane what did Michael you think Roberts.
0: about them because just because they were considered good doesn't mean they were good
1: all good movies Carlito's way is a good movie dead man walking is a great movie okay uh the game's great movie um not because of sean penn thin red line jim who are we talking about jim uh caveat sell earlier right uh great movie sean penn's in that movie it's not, it's um, not because
0: Sean Penn that, that, that the movie's not good because of right Sean Penn,
1: though. uh, when you get to, I am Sam in 2003, that's where I'm like, I got a soft spot for anybody who plays, uh, mentally challenged people. Right. Um, always have. And I, I kind of applaud him for doing that. It didn't go over great. Um, but he definitely went full, uh, no, don't Before. say it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tropic. I'm just dungeon. saying. I didn't make that up. Yeah, uh, a, River. No, River. No, listen, and I Am Sam was a good movie. Oh, and it was. Like, it was pretty like good. I said, yeah. All the way to Mystic River. Like so, there, was, okay. there were good movies. Now, now, tell me what was good after Mystic River
1: in 2003? So right, Mystic River was there, and uh, Milk uh, was not good, even though he got huge kudos for it it was a
0: horrible movie that way too many people liked for no reason and I would argue a lot of people have never seen it
1: um I guess yeah I mean it was pretty popular at the time he was playing a pretty famous activist in the LGBTQ community
0: it's not a good movie
1: um and he just kind of fell off after that I think he got I don't know exactly what happened he started raising a kid um and his priorities change, but if you look at it, he just kind of stopped doing stuff. And you could argue that he was kind of at the top of his game, um, for for milk, and that was back in two thousand eight. He's made a ton of stuff since then, but really nothing interesting or anything. Yeah, great.
0: Nothing. Nothing that matters. Um. um so, so like, like I said, think probably right. I like I said, I think he's overrated because it's been nearly twenty years. Since anything good has come from Sean Penn, and so in, in that, in, it's possible that he has focused all that time on just trying to help the world. Maybe, and if that's the case, then the person Sean. If that's the case, then the person Sean Penn, great guy. The actor Sean Penn, in my opinion, overrated because everyone when talks you say about him like he's because people talk about him on these like cinephile sites and subreddits like he's the greatest actor of our time. And when this, when this, you know what, you know how I found this article? I was on uh, Letterboxd, a subreddit for like movies, and they were, they were uh, mad and complaining that the article was anti-Sean Penn. They liked the Mm. guy so much, they were completely overlooking the fact of the ridiculous notion of the fact that the actor was giving his Oscar to the president of Ukraine.
1: Well, up until Milk you got to understand that up until 2008, he was considered one of the great actors of our time. Uh, now, I don't know. I didn't enjoy him as much as other actors, but he did do roles that are that are pretty memorable and that got a lot of Oscar buzz. Uh, so, I mean, up until that point, I think you could argue that. Now, from 2008 till 2022, it's like, what have you done for me lately? Right? Right. And I, and I would argue even before that, I didn't prefer him to other
0: actors. So-
1: I didn't either. I you know, I'm with you. Like as personal taste goes, maybe saying the word overrated isn't fair. Uh you know, maybe to us we feel like other people are overrating him, but in general being an overrated actor, he was loved by a lot of people. Like a lot of people liked him in a, in the stuff he was in. It, he just wasn't my cup of tea. No, in general. So- yeah. <clears throat> and so
0: for to me then, to me Yes. I feel like he's overrated. Um, a couple of those movies I really didn't enjoy. Um, I would argue that a couple of those movies, maybe only one or two of those movies I enjoyed because of Sean Penn and the other, the other movies that I enjoyed that he was in was not because of him. It was in spite of him. And, and it's been almost 20 years since anything's come out that mattered.
1: And but, I agree with you. Ultimately, I don't, you know, I do feel like people overrate Sean Penn. Um, and I'm kind of in the same boat as you, uh, it's hard to argue the movies that won that he was in and whether or not he was, he was a part of that success. So he gets that credit at the very least.
0: Yeah. Uh, as Chris says, don't go full mentally challenged,
1: <laughs> never go full mentally challenged. <laughs> I gotta tell you, if you have not watched Tropic Thunder, that movie, Tropic Thunder recently, just I watch it like once a year, just because I have to,
0: the movie is so good. It's so funny in every way. It is like peak. Hollywood madness. You have to watch that movie if you haven't seen it. Go watch Tropic not right now, after the stream. <laughs> yeah. Go watch Tropic Thunder.
1: You know and, Tom Cruise. By the isn't... way,
0: another movie you should probably buy on physical medium because you know the way the world's going. Oh, yeah. How long before that movie's banned, Shane? How long, really? How long God. before you can't buy it digital? You can't see it on you can't stream it on any network. I mean, it seems like we're heading that direction. That's for right. sure. So another reason why you should buy physical media because that movie is a that is a classic. I, it's it's crazy to say that, but it feels like a classic to me. And, and Tom Cruise as the as the agent executive guy, yeah, perfection. The, the key st- grip, punch him in the face. Yeah, every- who's the key grip? You, you. <laughs> Go punch that guy in the face.
1: <laughs> they're supposed to be a Les Grossman movie. Like yes. he keeps talking about they're going to make a Les Grossman. They got to with that character. I love that character. It's so good. So good. Okay. Anyways, let us know what you
0: guys think in the comment section below. Do you like Sean Penn? Is he overrated? Do you care at all? How do you feel about him loaning his Oscar to President Zelensky? Please keep all the politics out of this conversation and just talk about Sean Penn. Love you yes. all. All right. Moving on, man. <laughs> when I told Shane, we're going wow. to do, why is Sean Pensovray? He's like,
1: what? <laughs> well, it's, well, it's funny. Cause I didn't think it was topical until you, you talked about the Oscar and I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Cause that did just happen. So that's like topical, but like in general, there's so many actors that I could just be like, I don't know why people like this actor, you know, right. Right. I watched, I tried to watch expendables last night Oh, that's uh, rough with my kids. My gosh, that's hard to watch. They made three of those movies. And like just looking at Sylvester Stallone's, like, dude, you, you tried to color too long. Like, should have just gone gray, bro. Are you talking about his hair? And his face, he's, he's like all puffed up because, like, whatever they tried to make make him look younger. And it's like, oh, it's a tough movie to watch,
0: bro. Yeah, it looks like looks like someone gave him those um uh what do you call it the injection, the Botox injection. Botox,
1: yeah, for sure, that's what's going on.
0: Yeah. It looks like he had Botox injections and steroids like the same time. And there might've been like a really rough, like, <laughs> you know, interaction between the, between the drugs. Yeah.
1: It was cool to see, uh, to see, um, Schwarzenegger, uh, Bruce and Sly all in the same shot. Like they have one shot where they're just those three together. Yeah. You know, what's
0: uh- funny about that is for the longest time, uh, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger hate each other. Yes, they were like they were like rivals, right? Right. And I saw this article recently that was it made me laugh so hard. Um, how Arnold Schwarzenegger got he tricked Sylvester and Stallone into doing this movie. I forgot the name of the movie it was about. He like played like the protector of like this kid or something. It was a horrible movie. I forgot. Like I look it up. <laughs> but um, the way he tricked him how to how to get into this movie he's he told his he told his agent. To tell his agent's assistant that he was going in, uh, he was going to audition for this film, right? And of course, because the way they were, are, the, the agents are also very competitive, so he went to Sly and he goes, you got you got you got interview this interview for this film, you got to audition for this film before Arnold does, and and this guy's like, yeah, he flew back from like vacation. And, like, he went all in on, on get, yeah, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Thank you, Chris. You are a god, sir. Stop or My Mom Will Shoot is the name of the movie. He came back from vacation and, like, went all in on this movie. He was so excited to this movie and, like, was really enthusiastic about doing this garbage film. Um, and he got the role, of course, because no one was talking to Arnold Schwarzenegger or, or anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and this whole movie came into being basically because arnold was trolling sly
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then years later now they're friends that can joke about it
1: but I, yeah they, really it funny. was funny there's a movie that that arnold did it was called the last uh what was it the last not last superhero the last action hero last action hero the, yeah the last action hero and when they go through like into the into the next universe into the movie universe like, they go from reality to the movie universe, right? And and when you go into Blockbuster, like, their local thing, they look for, like, all, all the Arnold Schwarzenegger films. Mm-hmm. It was all Sylvester Stallone. That's awesome. On the covers. And I'm like, that was awesome.
0: That is awesome. I love yeah. that so much. We are talking about Robert Picardo, a.k.a. the Emergency Medical Hologram, or EMH, our favorite doctor from Voyager. And, uh, you know, the actor's back in the spotlight a little bit. Uh, recently, because he has a few thoughts on a live-action return.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's because of Picard season three that he's having these thoughts, because we're seeing an aged android soon. Assume android. That's all we're going to say. We can't <laughs> say specifically. Um, <laughs> no, I got you caught sorry. yourself there. I'm like, oh, I almost said something, but no. Um, so. Because of that reason, like, why can't we have an aged EMH?
0: Yeah. You get a series and you get a series and you get a series. Right, you know,
1: what's holding it back now? So here's what he had to say in in an interview with the Companions to Boldly Ask. Robert Picardo said, uh, I'm really happy that Kate Mulgrew, um, who plays Captain Janeway, is now talking openly about it now. Because, of course, Kate's been talking about getting her own show after the stuff she's doing in Prodigy. Uh, that they've established the precedent with Star Trek Picard. There's a passion in the audience out there to see the legacy actors again in new stories mixed with wonderful, younger, new actors. So it's certainly something I'm open to, and the character lives on inside me. Okay. so Can I comment on that real quick? Sure. There, There was never
0: a lack of passion for Trekkies to see their favorite Trek actors in Star Trek stories
1: hundred percent true. Hundred, Never. Yes. That's thank you for saying that. It's not like it went away when yeah. discovery came out. Uh, no, we were, we were shut up is what it was. We
0: were shut up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you didn't hear us because people wouldn't let us be heard. Right. So, uh, you know, so I would say open up your, and listen. This, this is to all people on social media, open your circle a little bit to hear other voices. So you can recognize that we're actually out here.
0: Yeah, stop so. only clicking on the verified tab in in Twitter, okay? I, right. that's crazy to me. Um <laughs> since I was since the end of Voyager, I remember thinking like, "All right, what's next?" I remember being like <clears throat> 17 years old and thinking, "Okay, what's next?"
1: Yeah, we were ready for the next thing. Absolutely. <laughs> it's
0: been it's been 30 years. <laughs> like all right, What's next? Like Twenty years. What's next? I don't
1: well, know. even when Enterprise was over, I was like, "What's next?" Yeah, you know, I was never tired of Star Trek. I, maybe yeah. people were tired of making Star Trek. I was never tired of watching it.
0: Right, so just, and, and we it talk it. about that. Remember, uh, in our in our Enterprise uh, doc in the definitive history of Enterprise, we talk about how Berman and Braga were definitely sort of over making Star Trek, right. And the studio at the time, the the studio at the time, not the current studio, were like, okay, you finish up Voyager, now make new Star Trek, uh, make a new one. And so they, they tried to like switch it up with Enterprise to try to give themselves like a mental break on Star Trek after doing it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And that was really why it was so much different. It was so, <clears throat> there was a lot of differences because of that. They were trying well, to. Well, like... the studio pushed right. back too. Right, and the studio pushed back
1: too. Um, like they wanted to do something not in space for season one, before the Enterprise actually launched. You know, it, w- it would have been different. It would have been different. Yeah, they wanted
0: to do Star Trek. Oh, they, they didn't even want to call it. So first off, they didn't want to call it Star Trek Enterprise. They wanted to call it just Enterprise, and they wanted the entire first season to be about about the build the build up to making the first Enterprise ship on Earth. Right. And the studio was like, "Yeah, um, it's called Star Trek, bud. You can't be on Earth all the time. Someone clearly forgot those notes in Picard season two. You know." Well, it's fun- yeah,
1: no, you're right. Because well, it's funny because it, what the what the executives told him was, "Is listen, do whatever you want, but at the end of the first episode, make sure they're in space." Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, they're in space, bud. Um, yeah, you're right. You know, there's a comment over here, don't conventions prove that? I mean, yeah. I mean, and on that note, speaking, going back to Galaxy Quest, there are Galaxy Quest conventions. From a little movie, there's entire conventions. Uh, Supernatural, Stargate, Firefly, Star Trek is the granddaddy of them all when it comes to conventions. These, there are still entire conventions around these properties and these IPs and these franchises that have been gone for 30 or 40 years. Yeah. There's clearly a demand for them.
1: Well, and, and when, when Picard season three is over um, and it's finished, we're going to be like, oh, oh, do Enterprise next. Do Enterprise next. Right, right. Because, like, really, you know, finishing it off and giving it the final send off. I mean, Enterprise deserves the same thing. And Terry Metalis could be a great. I don't know if he wants to do it. Uh, but I can tell you that it would be cool to get a proper send off for the Enterprise crew. Yeah,
0: let's let's pretend that the last episode of Enterprise was actually like a lost TNG episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then just
0: like like pick it up from like 20 years later and start telling the story and like have those like flashbacks to that time to sort of like give them a proper yeah. You could do it.
1: Yeah. Tucker never dies. You know, Tucker lots, never lots. Dies. No,
0: he's, yeah. He joins section 31 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever.
1: We'll take it. But um, Robert Picardo being back, he said, you know, here that he could easily play Dr. Zimmerman again uh, because Zimmerman is the same timeline uh, as some of those star Trek series. And I guess the aging thing would be, would make more sense mm-hmm. uh, to play that character said to me, it's a funny idea. Uh, what he finds very funny is to have the doctor and Zimmerman working together. Uh, so let's say you're a 40 year old person. Imagine your 18 year old self working side by side with you in the same critical, important mission. I don't think they can pull that off here. The de-aging process in these TV shows are not great.
0: Yeah. There's and, no there's uh, no way they get the current version of Robert Ricardo look like the original, like the Voyager version of Robert Ricardo. I'm sorry.
1: Just guys. update the EMH, EMH, guys, give them, yeah. give them an age cycle.
0: Yeah. You know, do what they did with Q. Okay. So you open up, let's say it actually happens. They open up, you know, uh, um uh, uh this is your emergency monogram, you know, what's your medical emergency? And then he's like, Age? He's he looks at the older Dr. Zimmerman and and Dr. Zimmerman goes, That's not gonna do and he like flicks a button and he flips over back to the like the origin the version he is now.
1: Yeah, so, that'd be fine. Like that that actually That, be that
0: one down. second of him looking like ridiculous in Star Trek Picard Two,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, it was okay because it made sense when he's like, Oh, well, let me get on the same page. And he snaps his fingers. Like, okay, cool. We can do that with here too. Yeah. yeah okay. I think so. Let's not have both. I, like, it's, it's cost yeah, and boring. let me tell
1: you, the EMH was one of my favorite things about Voyager. I love the EMH, uh, the show Voyager. I have not no bones about it. Voyager is probably my, it's really hard to say what's my, I love Star Trek so much that uh, it's just, I mean, TOS has every show has my heart in a different way, but Voyager, I have a deep love for that show and, and a lot of its characters and uh the emh just came along man i mean it started out as nothing and came became something incredible when seven of nine joined it just the show kept reinventing itself and these characters will live a long time in my heart so i would not mind to see uh all of the voyager crew back in 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 some way shape or form in future shows
0: yeah Let, let's talk about the elephant in the room here though We need Garrett back. Oh, Garrett wing. And will he
1: still be an ensign? <laughs> It'd be like gray haired. Uh, Garrett wing as an ensign. No, of course not. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, are we going to like, I, I go, Oh, I wonder if we're going to see him in Picard season three. And will he still be an ensign? <laughs> what if, one of he's like acting, acting captain, but he still has
1: the ensign pips. <laughs> that would be ironically funny.
0: Um. Yeah, you know that that's interesting. That there are characters that we haven't seen. We've seen them cameo on other movies and stuff, but we haven't seen like a, these younger characters that are still in their prime. It doesn't have to be Janeway. You know, seventy three year old Janeway. It could be Tom Paris and Garrett Wang and um. Although those people are old now. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're older, but they're like in their fifties, right?
1: yeah mostly I mean uh Tom and Bellana are both directing now you know so those characters are directing um and they're probably the younger and Garrett Wang is younger but everybody's old man they really are last
0: time I checked Harry King, Garrett Wang was definitely uh still young enough to be I star. mean
1: it's one person though like I get it I mean they're all not super old but let's not pretend I mean well, wouldn't it be great if 55 was young but it's just you know you're gonna have to have some younger stuff involved you're right you're right you're right, younger you're, younger right you're right okay it can't be just let's get the voyager crew back you know it's just that's true you know, they did make it home so that really that storyline's done I
0: mean, yeah, yeah. It does not like we have to finish their story. Like their story was definitely finished.
1: So. I want to see them in, you know, somehow injected into other Star Trek stories.
0: Yes, yeah, like, like that's let's, what I want to see. Let's say after after season three of Picard, there's another a, a fresh Star Trek show. Let's say that's the case, and that show can have regulars from these other casts with it. It can have Seven and Nine who are is already working in that system. You can have the EMH. He can, he can just upgrade his visual, you know, whatever, once he sees Seven again. You can definitely have these characters. And how great would it be? Like, you can go back through history and just sort of pick your favorite characters and have them injected into certain story points in this new show to sort of pass the baton off to a new crew that we can also fall in love with? I mean...
1: Well, you, you right. You get a, go to the, a little bit of the old, a little bit of the new... Um, and I think as long as it's handled right and the writing's done well, and it's done by Terry Metalis, then it'll be fine. So I hashtag Terry Trek. Terry Did, Trek. I say that? Did I say hashtag Terry, Terry Trek this segment? No, you didn't. But you're saying oh. now hashtag Terry oh, Adam, Trek. Terry. Hashtag Terry Trek. And you guys will know what we mean after Picard season three comes out. You'll, yeah. be, you'll Adam, be helping.
0: Adam says, where's the DS9 love? Give me Colonel Kira. Listen, uh, i'm I would love to see Cisco again, but I don't think the actor is ever coming back to the franchise and right. I actually did not like Kira very much. I'm gonna be real with y'all um I did like uh O'Brien. I wouldn't mind seeing O'Brien again, but I was never yeah he'd be,
1: he'd be great Cole Meany was wonderful i mean there was some there were some good characters on there, but there's a lot of forgettable people on on d s nine as well like you know i I would really like to see odo. Uh, again oh yeah and uh and quark you know there's some of the some more side characters yeah you know i'd like to see there do caught there's all kinds of characters that were fantastic but i wouldn't say that um necessarily the the bridge crew i guess if that's what you want to call it were necessarily the best characters in ds 9 right okay with that
0: said uh hit that subscribe button away in the comment section let us know what you guys think about the doctor emh returning to some live-action Star Trek. Okay, uh, great. Uh, there's a great uh, segue comment here I saw. And I forgot where it's at now.
1: Oh, I'm let me to... real quick. Go ahead, you go first. and I'm, I'm going to say something.
0: All right, go ahead. You go first.
1: Yeah, so Naomi Wildman, that would have been a good... We should have brought that up probably in that segment because she was very young, uh, but they did jack up of in uh, Picard. So that other young actor got ruined, but that would have been some good ideas for they that.
0: Took well. His eyes, man, his eyes,
1: they killed him, bro. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. And you're right. Yeah. So good. And the, actor Odo, the actor who played Odo did die. And we, Renee Osh, whatever his name is, we could never get him back, but I love that
0: guy. I do. So uh great segue here. Archmage con- uh, chatted. The audience score for Quantum Leap went up from 50 when we first checked to 64% and is now fresh. Great work, everyone! We've done it! We've done it! Okay, that's a great segue because we're talking about Quantum Leap next! Specifically, we are talking about why Ernie Hudson, who plays Magic in Quantum Leap 2022, wants Scott Bakula to return... For the Quantum Leap Reboot. I know we've spoken about this before. But this is new information. And I'll tell you why it's important to me. And to Shane. Because we have a theory. That we will link at the bottom of this video. That paints a beautiful. Elaborate picture. Of how we think this series. This season is going to go. And how we think it's going to end. With some kind of Scott spacula, whether it's the person or whether they you know find them and it's a tease for next season, I don't know. We believe this wholeheartedly, and so far, the last two episodes since our video release has have only proved it. Literally word for word, we've had things happen that were word for word what we we are predicting. So this news article that came out a day ago was great to hear.
1: What I really love about this article is that Ernie Hudson calls it a continuation and not a reboot. What a man. I'm so tired of seeing quantum leap reboot and it's everywhere. It's like people We just can't get it in their head.
0: I know it's, it's nonstop. I'm, uh, I, I feel like maybe we need to make a video and just say <laughs> it's like, literally, not, maybe we need to make a video on our main <laughs> channel. We know it's going to get a lot of views and just be like, it's not a reboot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like when schwarzenegger said it's not a Tuma."
0: it's not a Tuma, no because it's not a reboot it is a straight up continuation there is no bones about it this is a continuation of of quantum leap if anything it should be quantum leap season six like let's be real all right yeah. so let's let's cover this because this is good stuff man you want to you want to go for it
1: there's a good, there's a good point in here. There's a good question that screen rant asks is can quantum leap resolve Sam Beckett's story without Scott Bakula? And I would say, in my opinion, that answer is no. I just, I mean, they can say, well, this is what happened to Sam, but I think it would be a really huge letdown for everybody who's a quantum leap fan. I think Ernie Hudson probably says it best here. Um, He says, I think when you look back, you know intuitively that there are a lot of people you have to thank. There are people who helped you along the way, though you may not remember their names. Your parents tried to help you despite all the damage they caused. Uh, But Sam is the one time that he can specifically say, I wouldn't be here had it not been for this man. Uh, That's clear. That's unequivocal to be able to resolve that and not leave him hanging. It's really important to magic. And so, of course, Ernie Hudson's talking about his character in the show, and he's talking about the character of Sam, Dr. Sam Beckett. Uh, We don't they don't do a good enough job in the show hammering in magic's motivation for being in Quantum Leap. I mean, it's mentioned one time, but he's singularly focused on getting Dr. Sam Beckett home.
0: Right, and yeah, so his, Magic's, uh, his character in the show, Magic, his motivation is to sort of pay back um, uh, Sam Beckett. He wants to find Sam Beckett and bring him home. He wants to be the guy that saves Sam Beckett, because Sam Beckett saved his life, and now he's trying to return the favor. And that's a beautiful story, and one reason when we did our theory where we said, okay, so... Ben's probably not leaping to find Sam because if he was, he would have had no problem telling the team what needed to happen. Right. He knows that his boss magic Mm -hmm. is singularly focused on finding Sam. So it had to be something else. So we realized that it can't, Ben can't be leaving for that purpose, which we found out this last season at last episode was actually the case. It's not because Sam he's leaping probably for something else. And we'll get into that later, but, yeah. Um, I, I actually love that when they ask him about it, he makes it very clear that like, that's his character's motivation because in another article that I did, that we're not covering today, he also talks about how interesting and how unique it is for them to be jumping into the future instead of into the past
2: because
0: mm. they have been jumping in the past, but pretty soon they're going to be jumping in the future, right? He says, unique unique to quantum leap, but there's a reason for it. And he said after reading the script, he found out the reason make, made a lot of sense. So I believe that uh, Ernie Hudson knows huh, what's going to happen. I think, he's, I think he's dropping some hints, you know, in a very sly actor kind of way, in my opinion.
1: I mean, it's possible that he is, but he, he's, he's one of the only people who've come on record multiple times talking about they really want Scott Bakula on the show. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Scott is, he took he took blame for not being on the show in his Instagram post. It's weird um, because I don't feel like we've really gotten an answer. I don't know if he doesn't want to do it now because Dean Stockwell's gone. I don't know if he doesn't want to do it because NBC's not giving him enough money, not giving him a big enough role. But if he doesn't come back in some shape or form, there's going to have to be an accounting for it someone's going to have to explain why he's not part of the show and either NBC is going to have to own the fact that they didn't want to pay him what hopefully what he's worth. He doesn't seem like an overly, um, you know, a guy who needs a whole lot. I think if they would have just paid him fairly, it seems like he would come back.
0: I think it's also about his um, legacy though. He doesn't want to be like, it's a cameo
1: and, and, and nor should he be a cameo and nor do I believe Martin Jivo or, uh, Ernie Hudson has indicated that he would be. Um, I don't know if he needs to be the center of a piece. Obviously, when he did Chuck, he wasn't the center of the story. And um, I, this is an opportunity for him to come back. Listen, uh, Scott Bakula, you need to come back to Quantum Leap 2022. It's I, I fear that the story will fall flat if we don't get Dr. Beckett at some point.
0: So on the note, let's speak about Chuck real quick, because he wasn't just a cameo and Chuck. So he showed no. up for a bit role, uh, at the end of one season, but then he was a massive part of the following two seasons. So, you know, it might be, you know what? Consider this for a minute. It's unheard of for a show mid season to then add episodes to a season. That's unheard of. That doesn't happen. um, and they added six more episodes. They extended six episodes of the season mid-season. Not like, we're going to get those six episodes at some point in the future. No, no. It's part of this season. So right. what if this? What if they pulled a Danny DeVito a la Always Sunny? Remember when Always Sunny in uh, Philadelphia came out? Um, They only got the second season because they signed on Danny DeVito. And Danny DeVito... Would only come on if he if he got a second season, so he would so he wasn't wasting his time. Mm. One reason that show was, oh, I would say the reason that show was even given the opportunity to be successful was because when they got Danny DeVito, who had the star power, um, and he demanded the second season, the network gave it to him. Being who he is, and that's what gave him the legs they needed to build the runway for twenty four seasons, right?
1: Right. So, well, what about tw- twenty-four episodes?
0: Twenty? No, no, no. They've gone twenty-four seasons now.
1: Have they really? No, no.
0: Yeah, I'm almost positive.
1: That's twenty-four years. They're not talking about maybe twenty-four years. Yeah. No, I mean, twenty-four seasons is twenty-four years. I don't think so. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. I apologize. Fifteen seasons. Still
0: a lot. Oh, that's still a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of them go fifteen. I don't know why I said. I was thinking about something else. But yeah, fifteen seasons. You know, one hundred and fifty plus episodes, or whatever. Um, that was the legs I needed. So, what about this? What if they go? What if you know? Bacula's like, look, uh, you know. Bottom line is, I, I I'll come back, but I don't want to just be a cameo that you write off in the show as they we we found sand now we can move on. So, what if they go? Yeah. Okay, well, you know what? Let's give it a second season. Let's add six episodes of this. Let's finish. Let's 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 get you in the show. And we'll make season two about, about uh, the return of Sam and all that, all that, all that entails. I mean, yeah.
1: it wouldn't be I the want, first time. I want what you just said to be the right thing. Like, ideally, that's what I want to have happened. There's, although there is another possibility. The possibility is, is that the original 12 seasons of Quantum Leap didn't have a conclusion to the story. And NBC didn't want to commit to a second season, so they gave them six more episodes to close it out just in case they didn't want to give them a second season. So there's – there's. I like your idea. I want it to be your idea, but there is another plausible theory because the way the streaming network – the way streaming is happening right now is, you know, nothing's safe. Right, you except know. for
0: this is not – this is this is on stream, but it's primarily on network.
1: Right, but I would not be surprised if it moved – you know what I'm saying? This is
0: but this is why so. this is so much this is so odd. Because sometimes odd things happen in streaming in the streaming world where there's no rules. Right. But it's so rare for the structure of a show, a season of a show to change. I can't even remember a time actually where they added yeah. six episodes to a s to a season's run that was also airing in primetime television on Monday nights.
1: No, that's true. Yeah. If they weren't having a break, I think that they wouldn't have done it.
0: Mm.
1: So uh, here's what I think is going on. Um, I definitely think I'm praying that they're just keeping it really quiet and that they finally worked out something with Scott. Because if you go back to his Instagram post, his words were, um, you know, when they talked about him, he never thought he would do a uh, quantum leap without him. And he said, I guess we're going to find out. You don't use the word guess. I guess we're going to find out. If you had some some control over that. Like if you, you know what I'm saying? The word I guess we're going to find out means like that's not necessarily what I wanted to have happen. So I guess we're going to find out.
0: It's not, yeah, it sounded almost passive-aggressive. Like I guess it we're going to find
1: sounded, out. Right. I guess we're going to find what out. What are going to so, do without,
0: without Sam Beckett?
1: Which means, you know, because he did wish him all the best. But it sounds like something NBC didn't want to give him something. NBC wanted him on the show. We know that for certain. They wanted him to do the show, but what, whatever they wanted him to do wasn't enough. So hopefully they've reconciled it. And these extra six episodes were a way to squeeze him into the final half of the first season. Um, and I'm just, I'm really hoping that's the case. Yeah, I hope,
0: I hope that's the case. And uh I'm going to go with, because I keep on hoping, like you said, keep on hoping. I'm going to say, Right, and you guys hear to hear first. Here's my definitive theory. Scott Bakula, they reached out to him after the success of the show because it was it was going well, and they go, "Hey, Scott, listen, we had this idea of sort of like ending, you know, ending your character in a quiet way, but we're thinking of something new, and we know you didn't want to be on the show as a quick cameo, but let's say this." Let's add six episodes to this season. Let's introduce your storyline and make the second season all about you and the new project.
1: Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. And you know what Scott or, says? Mm.
0: Where's the money?
1: <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. It's either money or, or, the big, or the size of the, um, of the role. I think All it's right. one of those two things.
0: Quick, quick thing. Jack O'Neill said, uh, hey, Jack, that's two L's. Scott <laughs> Beckett has absolutely got to make an appearance in the show. It's not the same without him. Here's for hoping that the executives change their act. And a super chat from Hiroshi the dog. <laughs> Hiroshi loves you. I love you, man. We absolutely must have Captain Seven become the successor of Kirk and Picard, leading to a younger crew of the future TNG. It has to be.
1: I, I just want to say hashtag Terry Trek Yeah. What's what an you, answer to what that?
0: What you said right there, here's the answer. Ready? Hashtag Terry Tweck. Hashtag Terry Tweck. Terry Tweck. Terry Tweck.
1: Hashtag, Twack. hashtag
0: Twack. Terry Terry Trek.
1: There you go. There you yes. go. Yes. Excellent answer. Excellent answer for that.
0: Yes. Thank you for the $10. Is that $10, 10 pounds?
1: That is 10 pounds, which is more than a dollar or it's is it 10 it? euros. Is
0: it? Is it 10 euros? I don't know. But thank I you. Regardless, I appreciate that. It doesn't
1: matter how much it is. We appreciate
0: you. Hiroshi is also a member. And uh, if you're not a member, you should consider being a member because we're going to be going there shortly. We have one more story to tell here. One more thing, topic to discuss. Then we're going to be heading to the members section. Where the real fun happens. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> and if you missed it, if you missed the members section with uh, Robert Meyer Burnett, oh man! Someone, someone here that's a member, just give a a review of what happened when Robert Meyer Burnett showed up for that.
1: Not too much. <laughs>
0: Not too much though. I'm you got to
1: sure go it was, see it.
0: Yeah, you got to go see it. It was gnar. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, all right, let's talk about something else. <clears throat> okay, uh, we're gonna go with that one in the member section. Oh, let so We got, I guess, we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do we're gonna save the cameo. Let's do Jason Momoa, Mama and Jason Momoa, aka Ronin, aka Aquaman, aka. My my special crush. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Your secret lover.
0: Dude, it was so funny. Uh The Super Bowl commercial he was in when he was playing himself and he starts taking off his Jason Moa suit and he's like this scrawny dude. Did you ever
1: see that? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, yes, I did. I love that commercial all where right. they take takes off his arms.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. You guys got to see taking this
1: all his body parts.
0: I can't say it and not show it. That wouldn't be fair. Yeah, I think we've showed it before. That I bet you Matt Damon is just like kicking himself in the neck right now for that. The bold, the favor, favor, fortune favors the bold comment.
1: No one knew it was gonna fall out. The bottom was gonna fall out of crypto. Nobody knew. It fell out so hard. Now everyone's like, so "Hey, Damon, fake
0: fortune favors the bold, dude."
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. In five or ten years, it might still favor you. All right, before our next story, uh, let's watch this real quick
0: so you guys can uh, remember who Jason Moa is, in case you forgot. I'm not sure how you would, but in case. Hey, hey, in. What does home mean to me? It's my sanctuary. It's the one place oh, I can let my guard down. Look how much, how much shorter he is. <sighs> I
1: know, yeah. So I great. can just
0: kick back and be totally comfortable in my own skin. You know what I'm saying? Rocket Mortgage understands that home is where I can be myself.
1: That, nice,
0: and that feels pretty darn good. Oh, he's bald. <laughs> you
1: know the body double who played that? Who's like, really? I'm the I'm the non I'm the uh, un Jason Momoa. Mm. Well, I'm
0: sorry, you guys. If you guys want to be a member, uh, I didn't see that. There's a link in the in the chat and at the top of this page, that will take you to uh, the oh, my wrong one, wrong one. That would take you to um, uh, this video, this stream actually playing right now, but in the member section, it'll take you there, and you can you can sign up if
1: you want. Isn't that funny? We make it easy for you. You don't have to go anywhere. You just stay tuned.
0: Yeah. Also, at the end of this stream, we figured we we figured out how to use that feature finally that just allows us to. Um, Forward people to that stream, which was nice. People kept forget, kept uh, trying to ask the same question. How you over there? I don't know. All right. Yes, yeah, so there's a link. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about Jason Momoa and Lobo. We are talking about Jason Momoa's latest Dream DCU project, fueling the Lobo speculation. And there's two parts to this story, because that's how we roll. We always make sure to get. All the facts. And uh, what we know is that Jason Momoa's, Jason Momoa's favorite DC character is the character that is Lobo. This is Lobo. Lobo is a gnarly-looking alien from somewhere that has Superman-like powers, and he's he hang tens. He's like a surfer bro from another planet with powers, which is pretty much I, exactly I, Jason I, Momoa. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wonder why he likes this character. Right. Yeah. Looks like him, even strangely.
0: Right, and what happened was uh, Jason Momoa uh, he posted a you know a cryptic post about thanking Maestro for this op- awesome opportunity. Right, no one knew who <laughs> Maestro was. Apparently, it's but he he also calls di- directors that have directed him Maestro. So there's a, a thought. Around the same time, James Gunn. The new head of D.C. post an actual picture of Lobo on um, Mastodon, which is like a Twitter copy clone. And he just posted like, hey, glad to be here. Referring to being on the new Twitter clone. But the picture was Lobo. So that's a huge thing. This guy is the head of D.C.U. now. Right? He's the head of D.C. Universe. He is in charge of what's happening at D.C. And when he posts that, at this, literally the same day, Jason Momoa is thanking someone for giving, having this awesome uh, opportunity. This is what they say. Jason Momoa's recent DC Universe comments and cryptic posts from James Gunn have fueled speculation that the Aquaman actor is perhaps playing Lobo. With the launch of DC Studios, Gunn and Peter Saffron are officially the bosses for Warner Brothers Discovery's superhero properties, as they will be focusing on leading TV, movie, and animation development. In a recent interview, Momoa, who has played Aquaman since Batman vs Superman, suggested that the new DC management is making one of his dreams come true. <laughs> not long after Gun opened, not long after Gun opened up a social media account with a lobo t's. Te- lobo As a follow-up comic book, interviewed Momoa and directly asked him if there was any chance that the two situations were in any way connected. While Momoa wouldn't give a clear answer, he made it evident that Lobo has been his favorite comic book character, sharing the following, Well, everyone knows I'm a comic book fan, the comics I collect the most, and where every comic is, blah, blah, blah. So he talks about how much he likes it.
1: Um, You got his voice down, by the way.
0: What they're leaving out of there, by the way, is that when they asked him, they go, so what's this? Is there any connection between your post about like um, getting this new project and this Lobo tease? And he goes, "Wait, he posted that? No, no, really. Wait, wait. He really did post that? Like, show me, show me. he Posted that. Okay, I, I'm just gonna play it. Why am I doing his voice? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play. It. I don't know why I do his voice
1: because it's entertaining for you. But I will say if I will say if Momoa ends up doing this, it'll be the first time an actor actively plays two characters at the same time. So you got Ben Affleck who played Daredevil and Batman, but two different times. Chris Evans played the Human Torch and Captain America. Holly Berry was Catwoman and Storm. Um, If you go down, Ryan Reynolds was Green Lantern and Deadpool, but all at different times. Like they weren't continuously that superhero and, you know, they weren't playing both at the same time. And different studios. Different studios, but... It would be really different. I mean, uh, it's never been done before. Well, the good news is Lobo is, uh, in the comic books, is way bigger
0: than everyone else. And he has a lot of makeup on. So it could be done. And you know what? I, I if, if, if any director, any comic book director would do it, you know it'd be James Gunn. I don't know if James is going to be directing these things. I mean... I mean, haven't gotten there yet. What I'm saying is, any creative that would try to pull that off, it'd be James Gunn. That's what he does. True.
1: It's. I'm just saying, we won't know if it's good until it happens, and whether or not people are going to be like, "Isn't that Aquaman?" Right. You know. So we just have to wait and see what happens. Just because Jason wants it, because that's like his favorite, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be good. Right. So I mean, I I would like it to be good, but here's a here's the interviewing question.
0: Oh my god! Sorry, I muted. it. You were so much fun. You both were thank awesome, at it. So thank you for taking the time to talk about it. Thank you very much, uh, you so much. Jason. I'm going to come to you first. This character is super fun, and it's it's it seems like you're having more fun in this part than anything I've seen. Their character I totally catered to Somerville in this, not to take. The- Marlo, what was it like on set? Part 19. 19- oh we'll be able to watch with you, and it's just get to see their dad. Uh,
2: Will I die. I-
0: cool. Saffron. I saw James post lobo at this today, but you mentioned your dream with James Gunn and Peter Saffron. I saw James post lobo. Are those two? Did teams? he really? He posted a photo of Lobo. Show me. He posted a photo of Lobo on Mastodon to say I'm on this app too with a, a tease of Lobo. Are, huh. Is your statement and his post connected at all? Huh. Hmm. Fair enough. Well, everyone knows I'm a comic book fan, and so the comic that I collect the most, and I have every- <laughs> That is when you see Thanks his reaction. genuinely shocked huh. face. Huh. huh. That's his the, his quote on that article doesn't do justice to his reaction.
2: Hmm.
0: His reaction was like, "Wait, wait, wait! He did that. Why would he care so much?" Right. So yeah. Look, either way, I, it's going to be at the very least, it's going to be a very unique thing. Um, if he does it, I do believe that Jason Moa would be perfect for that role. Um, and I think he's it was the, the guy. guy it'd be super rad if he was playing two to two characters. That doesn't mean that the two characters ever have to meet up at the same time. Just, so you know,
1: I mean, in this day and age, they could, I guess that's maybe the difference. Mm-hmm. Like you could actually pull that off. Um, it really depends on how different Momoa can make Lobo's character compared to Aquaman. Right. Because there is a Jason Momoa-esque element to every character he's ever played. Um so he would have to somehow make that disappear, I think, in a new character.
0: Yeah, he would have to play. Yeah, he would, he would have. You know, honestly, he would just have to play Lobo the same way Lobo is
1: depicted in the comic books. Yeah, something like that. You know, that's what we'd want. Yeah. Now, is that like how he acts as a as a as an actor and as a person? A little bit. Then because, well, then basically it's also Aquaman.
0: Yeah. but so so that's he, where he act- Yeah,
1: he changed Aquaman, though. He did. So Aquaman, I would argue, is maybe a little bit of a hybrid of Lobo. Right, it's a little Lobo. Yeah. It's like Aqua If like, if if Lobo was Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lobo man.
0: Lobo yeah. man. Um, I don't know. I, it would still be rad. I uh, I'm down. Uh, More Mo- Jason Momoa the better. It's fine. One thing I really love about James Gunn is James Gunn is seemingly just like wants to. He really wants the fans to have fun. And, like, yeah, he loves telling these sweeping stories and have these great cinematic moments. But he's also, and, and he's very, very talented when it comes to the art of filmmaking. The guy is, like, clinical in his uh, in his approach to filmmaking. But I feel like he really wants the audience to have fun. Like, you want to inject things in there that only the most hardcore fans are
1: ever going to even notice. Just yeah, What a novel idea. What a, Let's... What a let's have idea. fun. Let's let the fans have fun, Brian.
2: <laughs> what a, why,
1: why would you make a movie or a TV show? Right, it's yeah. not about them. Yeah, right. Well, it's, there are some people who believe that.
0: What a unique so, approach gosh. to storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> you actually want the person who's experiencing your art to enjoy it. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Didn't think that through. <laughs> I remember when I saw Howard the Duck at the end of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I lost my mind. Is it because I'm a huge Howard the Duck fan? No. But I remember watching Howard the Duck when I was a kid. And I remember going, hey, isn't that a Marvel character? Even though they did it completely different in the movie. Yeah. But, I, but I didn't care that much. But knowing that they had the intestinal fortitude, the testicles, the balls to put that character in... In a random scene at the end of the movie, cementing in Marvel canon that Howard the freaking duck exists is so next level epic to me. Even though I don't care so much about the character. But you were cementing in canon. This character is part of Marvel. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Again, he also did Suicide Squad with that crazy dog thing. Remember the the coyote guy or whatever? Oh, God, it's so good. All right, listen, that's what we think. The, the testicle fortitude, one might say. Yes, sir. Yes. Testicular fortitude. What is this fun you speak of? Fans? What are those? All right, man. Um, that's it for this. Let us know what you guys think about Jason Momoa playing Lobo and Aquaman. Because I do not want to lose Aquaman to get Lobo. I don't want to do that. Don't don't. I I, I like Lobo. But I'm not gonna lose what already works to do something different. Don't do that. Yeah, that's true. The weasel, yes. Let us know what you guys think in the comment section below. What do you guys think about Aquaman and Lobo as one person? Jason MOA. Let us know. Okay, my friends, we are going to the members section. That is it for the fun. You know, carefree stuff. Now we gotta get down and dirty. I'm kidding. <laughs> but it is fun over there. We are gonna be talking about uh some leaks. Uh, Some DC leaks, and we didn't want to include it on the open-facing side of the show because I don't know how much of it is real or not. I just don't, frankly speaking. Um, So I want to make sure that the members, you know, have the opportunity to X out of there or not. And uh, Blue Beetle uh, is getting a lot of praise right now because the actor is a Latino guy. But I would argue that it doesn't really matter what his race is. It really matters that who the actor is. Which, when you see him, you're going to be like, how is he playing a superhero? Because he does not look like a superhero, but it's going to be good. Shazam 2 behind-the-scenes <laughs> uh, pictures came out, and they are epic. And why the new Battlestar Galactica series will have to be different from the original. So come on over to the members section, friends. Because why, Shane?
1: Because Brian peed in the water.
0: Okay, dude. Okay. (laughs) Did I I
1: do it wrong? (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure you started this. No, you did it wrong. Okay. You You should come over because Brian peed in the water, and when he pees, it's like Hawaiian punch. No, you opened with the punchline to the joke. Oh, Oh, my God. No.
0: Knock, knock. What you say is, why, Jen? Because the water's warm. Because Brian
1: peed in it. (laughs) <laughs> i just said i just said because brian you just
0: you just like went straight to brian peter like okay no one wants to come now
1: because they don't even no, know what the person i don't even know what the
0: first, first part of the joke is it just sounds like i, I peed in their, in their house
1: brian drank a bunch of hawaiian kool-aid and he peed oh my god bro yeah, i'm, I'm never doing this with you again never okay sorry I th- well, maybe we should just stop with the whole peeing thing
0: i mean you you didn't you...
1: whatever
0: can we just show them pictures of you in the shower, guys? Come on over to the members section. Uh, this, oh, this is the Would kind be of nonsense okay?
1: you get. Let's just show them video of you in the shower. Um, you want to see the video of me in the shower? Okay, we're yeah, gonna let's end just it. show them video of you in the shower. We'll stop thinking, but everybody does pee in the shower too,
0: okay, guys? So we're gonna okay. end with a video of me in the shower, okay? That's what Shane wants to do. I don't know why, I don't know why he wants to do this, but Shane wants to end. With a video of me in the shower. It's very weird, Shane. Very weird. I'm your, bro- I'm, your you. brother, Shane. I'm your brother, Shane. I'm your brother. It's better
1: than me in the shower. That's why.
0: Okay. Well, uh, then uh, we're going to go do that now. And let me make sure I could do that, actually. <laughs> yes, I can. Okay. Look, you can do it. Here we go. Me in the shower, everyone. And then after that, we're going straight to the member section. So we'll see you there. Hopefully, and you join s-
1: us. And stay hopeful. And That's right.
0: Okay. Yo, I want to just say real quick before we leave uh, you equated. You compared my testicles to pumpkin pie and ice cream, just as so everyone knows. He compared my testicles to pumpkin pie and ice cream.
1: I'll see you guys later. To be to wait now. To be fair, <laughs> I compared everyone's balls, not just yours. <laughs>
0: no one on the open facing part of the stream got that that explanation they just got (laughs) oh
1: nice you cut it off on purpose (laughs) this listen this is what brother abuse looks like just so you guys know this is brother abuse oh that's funny
2: that was was great everybody's like oh they're
1: ending it with an ad Right. That's right. The manscaped. Right? Manscape should thank us like we thank our balls. <laughs> oh, it's so good to be over here with you guys in the member section. I got to tell you, it's uh I had a weird moment that happened just before the show actually aired today. I was sitting here at my at my um at my computer and all of a sudden a spider came down, <laughs> a big spider
2: <laughs>
1: right in front of me. Landed on my keyboard. So then I went in to get a napkin because I'm going to kill it on my keyboard really quick. And I go to kill it, but I don't kill it. And it goes under the keys. So it never left. It's still in there somewhere. <laughs> and every time I put my hands on the keyboard to, like, type, I think, this sucker is going to bite me. This is a good of spiders. Dude. I've been alive for like almost 50 years, and this has never happened before. <laughs> so I can't get it out. I've turned the dang thing upside down. It won't leave. You want to know what the difference between me and you are? What? I would have
0: immediately ripped that computer out of the wall, <laughs> that, that, that keyboard out of the wall, took it outside, and lit it on fire. Dude, Inst- I even instantly. took a pan of
1: air to it. It didn't work. <laughs> it's still in there. <laughs> it just lives. This is its home now. And I'm like typing. It's all good. Dude, I once I saw a, a spider the
0: size of like my fist on the wall in my house. And, mm. and she's like, my wife's like, what is that? What is that? And I'm like, I don't know. Oh, my God. She's like, what are we doing? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is his house now. We're leaving. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're moving.
0: <laughs> we're moving right now. <laughs> <laughs> the house, not,
1: we're not the spider has taken over the house. Uh, Orbital Nation Super Chat
0: Thank you sir He says Somehow Somehow I believe That Brian really wears His hat in the shower
1: <laughs> Well said PJ Well said
0: Oh Jeremy Sander Has an actual Helpful opinion there. Uh, uh, tip here Put your keyboard In the freezer Spider will die
1: Oh I guess so Yeah Then I can just Shake it out Or whatever Okay Good yeah. idea It's a good idea Yeah nice. Thank you
0: I looked at my wife and was like
1: It's time to move <laughs> <laughs> perfect time to head to texas i visited somebody in college up in uh, sacramento state uh yeah i think it was up there and uh i went to their their like apartment that they were in mm-hmm. and there were black widows all over the walls like everywhere oh, my and i'm God. like what's what's wh- what's going on here why are there black widows all over your house and they're like i don't know they won't leave and i'm like you sleep here like at night and they're like yeah i don't know what else i'm gonna get am i gonna do and i just remember thinking (laughs) sleep in your car i slept in my car that night i was there for one night and i'm like i'm not staying in this house with you know a bunch of black widows
0: that's nuts bro that's nuts um yeah someone after seeing the, the manscaped ad asked me why he's a friend of mine but i haven't seen him in person in like years right you're like yo, why do you always wear your hat, bro? Are you like, like, be honest, we're bros. Are you balding? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wear my hat on the show because we're on the podcast and I wore right, my hat right. in the shower because it was. I thought it would be funny. Really?
1: Yeah, that's it. But finally, after all these years, like that's what got him to do it does to this, get a hold of you. Does it look like I'm
0: balding, guys? Hmm? Look, no balding. Okay, balding Wait. does not run in our family.
1: Is that what happened, though, after years of not talking to you? It was the scene <laughs> where a hat too often got him to say hi?
0: You know what's funny is I, I feel like since we, started, since we started YouTube, a lot of my friends, like, they feel like they get enough of me watching our videos. <laughs> and they just, like, I don't, like,
1: don't want to talk to this guy.
0: They don't need to reach out anymore.
1: <laughs> my All high right, school man. friends were, like, shocked, I think.
0: All right, let's, uh, let's jump into it. I want to jump, uh, I want to straight away go into this weird DC thing because it might be, uh, it might be total hogwash, so. Which one? The leaks, leaks and are, rumors? Leaks and rumors.
1: Oh, wow. Boards.channel.org, that's weird. Yeah, it's a 4chan thing. Oh, you just made me open a 4, this is like the first time I've ever <laughs> opened a 4chan link in my entire <laughs> life. Right now.
0: Um, just to clarify, something bad
1: I, can happen on my computer. I am
0: not a 4chan user, but I do peruse the TV and film board of 4chan because often a lot of leaks and stuff happen there before they happen anywhere else. And that is true. That's sort of my job now. So, all right. Um, okay. So, I on. roll. Anyone want to talk to the chat real quick?
1: Who's here? What's up, chat? What's up, members? Thank you. Thank you for making our lives better. You know, it's funny. uh, I woke up yesterday and I said, I don't want to live stream anymore. I just don't want to do this. And then I thought of all the members and I said, all right, I want to do this. Yeah. You guys make me want to be here. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's often like on a Thursday where I'm like, I woke up and I'm like, oh, You know, I got no words. No, it's true.
1: It's true. There's a lot going on.
0: Yeah, because, like, so much to do. Like, whenever we live stream, it feels like, okay, we're going to knock out, like, four hours out of our day that we should be doing something else with, uh, productive. But it's not just for our own mental health. It's also for, like, the members that are, like, consistently here and support us. And honestly, by the end of the show, I feel so relieved, not because it's over, but because I had the chance to, like, Air out, you know.
1: It's your venting process. Yeah, I don't get to vent,
0: dude. I, 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 I almost exclusively work. My only hobby, and if I'm not working, what am I doing? Volunteering at the community center. So, what's my hobby? What is it? This is my hobby.
1: Oh, okay, nice.
0: Right? I, I, get, yeah. to, I get to I the live stream. This is like, this is what I got to do for, for fun. Uh, it's good. And these are your
1: friends, and the members. Friends.
0: I don't have any other friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Archman says be careful 4chan is also where Katwalski posts fake rumors to troll doomcock yeah yeah I, we were actually before Katwalski just like disappeared from the internet we were we were friends of his for a while we were hanging out with him and uh we one in one of our shows, remember he revealed in one of our shows that he was putting fake rumors on 4chan. Did he? And Doomcock was 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 taking the,
1: the was taking the bite. Oh, he did say that. Taking he the was setting him up with sending fake stuff. Yeah, him and Doomcock didn't get along too well. Yeah, no, they didn't. But you know, he's in the air force, so he's that's probably why he's not on YouTube anymore. I'm assuming he probably got deployed. Either that, or Doomcock killed him. Gosh, we better be nice to Doomcock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I tell you, nobody knows who he is. So there you go. No one knows who Doomcock is.
0: All right. Um, I mean, I know who he is. All right. <laughs> All right. So someone knows, that's for sure. All right, that, that's that's uh, rock and roll.
1: It'd be funny if he wore like a mask to bed, and his wife didn't even know who he is. Like she just married Doomcock, <laughs> and she doesn't know.
0: She married a. Dictor Don whatever his name is All Alright We are talking about some DCU rumors And leaks Fresh from the dark web (laughs) (laughs) I mean it is
1: We only go here for you
0: It is the dark web right
1: I don't know but I'm afraid I'm here and I'm already terrified
0: I have a feeling that this is the dark web But I don't know um and yeah, like there's no like banner at the top that says "Welcome to the Dark Web." It just, <laughs> you just show All up you're like,
1: and crossbones. Do they There's they mean some
0: anything? pretty gnarly people here. This must be the dark, the dark
1: web. Got, got like some poison symbols in the in the in the HTTP.
0: And there's a lot of language that probably wouldn't be uh, accepted on any platform other than the dark web. Got it. But, um. We did come here, and we got some rumors and leaks, and we want to share this with you guys today. Now, here's the deal. If if you're worried about being uh, potentially spoiled to any degree, then I'm not sure why you clicked this video, but if you did, it's possible that these are spoilers. Mm. Okay? Now I've gotten out of the way, no one can be mad at me when I read something that <laughs> is... Oh.
1: It's possible it's not even true. but They can still be mad at you. Trust me. It doesn't, yeah. You could just say cats and they'll be mad at you sometimes. All right, let's start at the top. First off, The
0: Flash is still going to reboot the DCU with Batfleck, Ben Affleck's Batman lost in time and Michael Mm. Keaton taking his place. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true either. No. But they did say. Maybe that
1: was true at one point.
0: I think at one point time it was true, but that's not the case. It is now. I, don't, I do not think that's the way it is now. Now, they did add Superman is no longer replaced. And instead, they added a scene where he meets Supergirl. I do believe that's possible because he was doing pickups for The Flash. Okay. Blue Beetle is the first official film post reboot DCU and everything that came before Blue Beetle is considered a prelude. Okay. okay. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom ended with Batman alerting Aquaman about strange underwater seismic activity. It was filmed with Keaton and reshot with Affleck and now appears to have been deleted altogether. Hmm. I'm not sure if that's true. I think the person writing this is is was was writing this in between news. He probably heard about Superman and didn't hear about Ben Affleck or something. I don't know. Um, Liza Minnelli will have a role in Joker 2 similar to Robert De Niro's role in the first film.
1: I don't really care. Neither do I. But, you know, cool.
0: And you know what I'm gonna do just you guys. know, I'm gonna let you guys, everyone know here. I'm gonna skip anything that's not proper DCU. I don't care about the Batman Two, Joker Two, any of the series. I'm just gonna skip all the stuff that's not DCU proper. Okay. Uh, Henry Cavill's falling out with Warner Brothers is mostly due to money. He was pissed off that Walter Hamada, at Walter Hamada, when he backed out of Sh- out of the Shazam cameo at the last second. Hence why Hamada had decided to reboot Superman. I believe that entirely
1: Yeah well that sounds like what we've been saying for Ever
0: Uh, David Yachts from Mm -hmm. Harry Potter Is the top choice to direct Man of Steel 2 Okay All right. Um, Apparently Cavill wants Jeff Johns To work on the script And they want it to feature Supergirl And be about Brainiac That's funny didn't we say that's what it should be about Like two weeks ago
1: Yeah but I don't think we mentioned Supergirl we didn't, but we didn't say it should oh, be.
0: Bring part. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, James Gunn is developing a Checkmate series for HBO Max, starring Vo- Vi- Viola Davis as Amanda Waller and Joe Manganiello Manjale- Manjan- as Deathstroke. And you know what's interesting about that is no. Joe and James Gunn are, have worked together before. And James Gunn clearly loves Viola Viola Davis as he puts her name in any Suicide Squad. That's actually probably pretty critical, credible. Also, Waller will create a Captain a Cap, a Captain Adam, who will who might be a revived Rick Flag. Interesting.
1: Oh, Rick Flag. That's interesting. That's from the Stephen King uh, uh, movie The Stand book. Is it? I believe Flag was was uh, Rick Flag was a comic book character. DC.
0: Oh, he was in the Rick Flag was in was in Suicide Squad too.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He was Rick Rick Rogers Flag Junior. Oh, they're they're the two aren't related. The um, the flag from Stephen King is not related.
0: Cool, a Hawkman spinoff series starring Aldous mm. Hodge featuring haunt girls in the works at hbo max
1: i'd be down for that
0: um due to its due to the character's popularity a doctor fate spin-off se- project starring pierce brosnan as the mentor for as the mentor for a new doctor fate fate is being discussed
1: that i'd be down for that of,
0: too that makes a lot of sense by the way
1: yeah, pierce, pierce brosnan
0: know. sold the show yeah there are plans to feature suicide squad and the justice society together in future projects okay Potential additions to the JSA include Hawk Girl, which makes a lot of sense. Hourman and Mister Terrific makes a lot of sense. Those are all JSA members around that time. Bloodsport and Ratcatcher will appear in future Gun projects. That makes a lot of sense. Ratcatcher was the best. Was was like the heart of the Suicide Squad, and Bloodsport was uh, everything else. <laughs> John Stewart and Jessica Cruz will be the DCU's main. Green Lanterns, which we called that a long time ago. If it's not John Stewart, they're making a mistake. Um, you don't have to make a character African-American. You just have to use the ones you already have, like a.k.a. John Stewart. He's one of the most famous African-American comic book characters. There's a new Harley Quinn project starring Margot Robbie in the works. I believe that wholeheartedly, even though I, won't, I probably won't watch it.
1: Yeah, at some point, it's like we need like we need to adjust her character or put her in something else first. I think, I think they need to stop going with the Harley movies, put her in something with, in a Batman movie maybe, and then let her get recaptured and re interesting.
0: I agree. I'm going to skip a couple of uh, some of these and go right to the good stuff. Cause a lot of this stuff is deep cut. The movie mm. a- adaptation of Trinity war where the justice league, the justice league of America and the justice league, dark battle for possession of Pandora's box was discussed. You can't do that without introducing the Justice League Dark. Just a heads up. Like you and can't. Didn't you can't... we already deal with Pandora's box? No, no, no. That was um, mother boxes.
1: Oh, the mother boxes. Yeah, you're right.
0: So, I mean that that one, that might be cool considering you just you just introduced the JSA, and like the Justice League and the JSA, and Justice League Dark. You know, those teams. You know. Um, Fighting over the possession of the Pandora's box might be cool. But here's the deal: uh you can't introduce Justly Dark in a in a movie with all three. You have to slow play it like Marvel did. And you gotta slowly, you know, bring in Constant, which we knew they're gonna do Constantine with, with uh Keanu Reeves. Bring in Constantine, bring in Swamp Thing, bring in all the members of Justly Dark, make them a team, then do the Justly dark Dark team. Then you can start introducing the teams to each other, but you can't jump, just start with teams.
1: That's my concern. My concern is that they're going to do too much too fast. Mm -hmm. Um, They need a. We need a slow build. You can only do, I mean, you can do four, four movies a year, I guess. You can do some streaming stuff have them all. I mean, it's, this is going to be a huge, huge thing for, for these guys to deal with for gun. And wow.
0: That's one thing I complained about too. Like, I, I think that guns, so, Gunn's contract is for four years. They should have made it ten.
1: Well, let's see how the first four go.
0: <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> then, uh, I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess you're right.
1: Let's um, make sure you can do it.
0: Apparently, before his departure, Walter Armada was planning a two-part film adaptation of *Crisis on Infinite Earths*. Um, and I think mm-hmm. I'm just going to stop right there. He might have been planning it, but he definitely they, that definitely fell through because they did it on TV. So, and that would have been horrible. It would have been horrible to do that a two-part movie before fleshing out all the characters first. I, I can't say it's enough. You have to actually have movies or movies that introduce these characters in some way before bringing them in for some big team-up thing. I'm sorry, but you can't just throw 25 characters into a movie and say, this is going to be great, right? No Normies don't know who these characters are.
1: Do you think that part of the problem is, is that people don't want to be accused of copying Marvel. So they just won't do it the right way.
0: I feel that I felt like with justice league, they were trying to beat Marvel in some way to the punch. Cause they knew Marvel was heading to, to Avengers.
1: Yeah. That, yeah. That must be it. I mean, look at, they left a blueprint there's no reason why there's no criticism for slow playing your characters and your roles and, and to create a long-term plan that takes us there and, and gives us an endgame-esque DC story. There's no reason right. you can't do that. Nobody right. will judge you, just do it.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah that's a great question. Why why does anyone try to beat anyone? Just like just copy uh, the perfectly working model.
1: Yes. With your with your in my opinion, superior characters. Yeah, that's well, yeah, you win, better product wins. Right. It's well, unless you're beta versus VHS. Then better marketing wins. So, I yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Yeah,
0: because I think I think Betamax was better.
2: It was even VHS. Yeah,
0: yeah. And to be honest, uh, HD DVDs was and is better than Blu-rays. They held more space. They were over. They were just a. It was a better version of DVD. You didn't have to like change the marketing. Um. But Blu-ray won because of marketing and support over this. Sounds better too. And blue, and honestly, DVD HD was a better product. It can hold so much more than Blu-ray. Interesting. Interesting. And it's funny. Xbox made the mistake of like their first, uh, their first foray into that technology, and they chose mm. the HD DVD, and and PlayStation chose the Blu-ray.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Like, whose idea was this? <laughs> um, a couple, couple more news. <laughs> Looks like, uh, according to this, I don't know if it's true. Um, Batman. Uh, ben Affleck's Batman was or is offered a trilogy, and they might be doing an adaptation of the Hush uh, comic books. Which, if you remember that, that's pretty gnarly. And uh, one of the main villains. Of the entire trilogy is going to be,
1: Doctor Frost, I think.
0: No, the guy that (laughs) Doctor
1: Ice, whatever it is. It's
0: Doctor Ice.
1: What is that? What it is? It's
0: not Doctor Ice. I I can't believe I'm forgetting it right now. (laughs) It's
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's who (laughs) it is.
0: It's Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Freeze, my goodness. It's Mister Freeze. Oh, whatever. He's he was a doctor in the movie. Yeah,
0: Victor Victor Fries took on the moniker of Mister Freeze. So Mister Freeze will be a a villain of that and I guess the hush storyline has something to do with the Joker. That's, this this
1: just shows there's too many characters.
0: I <laughs> can't remember right. all of them. But apparently uh that is not off the table and in fact they are utilizing that deal to get Ben Affleck to do these other cameos so and they said uh um what do they say here? Oh, I lost it. Uh uh, I lost it. Uh, but one of the one of the directors was the original director of the first Batman before uh, Ben Affleck left the left the project. So whatever his name is, now it doesn't matter. He ended up going. He ended up going on to do Joker. What's hmm.
1: Joaquin Phoenix?
0: No, it was the director of Joker.
1: Oh, the director Talk was to uh, yeah, Todd Phillips.
0: All right, so that is, and there's a lot more here. We're not going to get into, but that was the green text. If you know what that means, it's the stuff that everyone commented on. So it's probably the most credible. Um, someone said something about Timothy Charlemagne playing a Damian Wayne. <laughs> um, I I really hope that that's complete bull crap and not real because I despise Timothy Charlemagne. I, I hate his face. <laughs> I hate the way he's acting. I hate everything about him. I just I just really despise that person. Tell us how you really feel. I, I, I hate him. I hate him. Okay. Um, also, uh, before they re signed uh, Gal Godot, apparently there was a moment there where she might not re sign up to be Wonder Woman, and they were going to recast her with someone completely different and act like it was like another Themyscira sister or whatever. That would have been
1: stupid. Mm. That would have been terrible. Yeah, that you cannot switch out the Wonder Woman. You All right, can't switch out the Wonder Woman. So Anyways, that's.
0: There's a lot more here. I'll send stuff. I'll put the links down there. But uh, remember this: like, take all this with a grain of salt. Um, often there is some pretty credible stuff on here, but it's impossible to know what's credible and what's not. Um, so if it's too good to be true, it probably is. If it's too stupid, it probably is. So when you see some of the top posts here and they're right in the middle, that's probably it. that, that is the most. Uh, that's that's gonna be the most possibility of being credible. So. Hmm.
1: Sounds fair. Sounds very fair, Shane. Yeah. I don't believe any of it. <laughs> <laughs> None of it's true.
0: I don't know. I think the um I think the stuff with uh I do think that the stuff with um Henry Cavill and Supergirl with Brainiac, I think that's probably pretty true.
1: I wanna know the motivation. So this for ch- now I know four channel. Four chan means four channel. Okay, I got this now. I did not know that before. Um like I wanna channel know what four. Okay, got it. But why post it here? Like, is it because it's anonymous?
0: Right. It's completely I mean, anonymous. You can't trace you can the person.
1: Po- no one can you can post this stuff. Oh, okay. So you can post this. I was gonna say you can post it on any social media. Why post it here?
0: Yeah, so you can you can post it there and get it off your chest right hmm. gets get get some fun have some fun with people in there and no one has to ever know who it was and no one will ever
1: know okay so you're saying people who make the stuff who are involved they can come in here and kind of spout off what they want
0: yeah they could yeah and they can even get up and see I actually think that sometimes people use this to get opinions of the community without having to commit to anything
1: maybe yeah or you could just make up whatever you want I guess right hmm. All right you could but there yeah. has been leaks on there that were totally,
0: completely true. Yeah,
1: all right, I'm pretty
0: sure all the whole QAnon thing started on 4chan or 8chan or something like that.
1: I yeah, it just seems like a troubling place to exist. But yeah, I yeah.
0: get it. All right, so that's it for that. Let's move on. <laughs> Shane's like
1: worried that his computer got like a virus. I'm now. like. <laughs> I'm like, why does these skull and crossbones keep coming up? <laughs> uh, ha ha, ha ha, ha I'm like, oh,
0: what? good Independence Day reference. Right? Yeah, nice. nice. Uh, that's what Shane thinks all hackers do.
1: <laughs> I don't. I have no experience. I, there's a spider in my keyboard. Okay. Like, literally, I don't know. Eyes, <laughs> man. <Iceman. laughs> all I can see is Arnold Schwarzenegger's face. I so, were awesome. thinking, He's not really a bad guy. Take
0: two of these and call me in the morning. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. You know, he actually, like, to be fair, he really tried with that character. He wanted it to be awesome. But I don't think... He just couldn't get past the idea of Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's...
1: <clears throat> well, it, it doesn't help that George Clooney was Batman, so... <laughs> right. Right.
0: That movie horrible.
1: <laughs> it's so bad. You know what's <laughs> funny? George Clooney did a... Did a uh, my previous what's that the uh on youtube uh they do like breaks down their previous roles oh yeah yeah yeah. and so he's like talking about it and they're like batman and robin and he's like (laughs) really really Really? we're gonna talk about that (laughs) i'm like do you remember he he recognizes he had
0: the batman credit card he's like (laughs) use the credit card oh my gosh you understand it was
1: so terrible dude
0: how does that even work like logistically that was back when they were doing that. You need, if you have a credit card, then your name is attached to it. Whoever uses the Batman credit card now knows Batman's identity. It just said Dark Knight on it. So does, does Batman now
1: have a Batman bank? He must have a Batman account. <laughs> so weird. That, that, that time is when all the movies were doing like these credit card things. Oh, remember, so
0: remember all the bat good. costumes had nipples on them? <laughs> except, except for Batgirls?
1: Well, I hope so. Right, and
0: then Batgirl was literally just like a regular girl from like high school.
1: Yeah, it and was. She was like well, related
0: was, or something to Alfred, right?
1: It was Silverstein, yeah, whatever. Her yeah, name she was so related that. to I'll one sure. of them, and she's like Alfred's granddaughter,
0: right? And she goes there, and Alfred's like, "I thought you would return, and I think you're going to need this." And he like hands her <laughs> the background costume, like, what? <laughs> Why why did you think that she wanted to be a superhero? A That seems very irresponsible, irresponsible. Right. B Um C How is she qualified at all to be a superhero?
1: Well, you saw Robin. So you I mean, at least
0: he was like a gymnast Chris, or whatever.
1: Chris, Chris oh, oh, well, Chris O'Donnell, was he a gymnast? Yeah, he was a gymnast in When
0: time. he was a kid, he was a gymnast. Yeah, It was like he was a kid and now he's 27. (laughs) There's like no in-between.
1: Although I love that Alfred, I gotta tell you.
0: Alfred was great, but I thought it was... That movie was garbage. Wow. What a bad movie. It's bad, dude. Speaking of potentially bad movies, let's talk about Blue Beetle. Blue (laughs) Beetle. Starring the illustrious Harvey Julian. I can't say this person's name. Shane, help me with this. Harvey... Yeah, Harvey Guillen. 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 Harvey Guillen. Okay, so now, Harvey Guillen is... uh, You might recognize him in the role of... uh, uh, What we do in The Shadows, he plays... um, The homosexual human familiar to all the crazy vampires that live in that house? Yeah, I never saw that. He uh that, that show is actually pretty damn good. It's a great show. It's hilarious. He's actually fantastic in that show. He really I don't plays like vampires. Yeah, this is like Is this, this is totally like joking about vampires. This is not like real vampires.
1: I'm just anti-vampires, so that's
0: why I never right. watched this. So this this makes fun of a lot of vampire stuff. Anyways it's a great show. He's actually really great in it. But if you told me he was gonna be playing he was gonna be the one cast for Blue Beetle, I would have slapped you in the face.
1: Hmm. Makes no sense. I would have never told you that because I don't want to be slapped in the face.
0: I don't see and again, I am waiting. I can't wait to see what this guy looks as this role. Or I'm not even sure what his pronouns are to be honest. But I'm just gonna say his because I don't know. Here's the deal. He is uh, a portly fellow like myself. Um, He is not someone you would see as playing a uh, 18, 19-year-old superhero. In fact, the only thing that even remotely connects to the character in the comic books would be his nationality, which is Hispanic. That's it.
1: Well, uh, maybe he's gonna get that weight off, dog. You know, maybe he's gonna hit the hit the hit the gym. It's entirely possible he's
0: not playing Blue Beetle. <clears throat> it's entirely okay. possible that he is playing a character in the movie somehow mm. attached to Blue Beetle. And I wanted to go through that Rick and Roll so I can explain how him being Blue Beetle makes no sense. He's gotta play like the brother or the friend or something. Mm.
1: Well, it says here that Zolo, uh, who plays Blue Beetle. So it's he definitely even says in this article that he's not playing Blue Beetle.
0: Oh, good, thank God. Okay, so this is what yeah, he says. Zolo,
1: Mar- 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 Duane- Zolo Maraduena Zolo is Blue Beetle.
0: Okay. I'm super excited about this film. The cast was all Latinos and it's all about family. It's all about family. George <laughs> Lopez
1: is in it. That's cool.
0: Zolo, who plays Blue Beetle, does a phenomenal job. He totally dove into this character. We have George Lopez. We have Susan Sarandon, who plays... Is is Susan Sarandon Hispanic? No. Then why does it say all, all Latinos, all the men, are Hispanic?
1: I guess so, because Susan Sarandon is not. Right.
0: We have Susan Sarandon, who plays Victoria Cord, And working with this cast was just phenomenal. The director Angel was amazing to work with, and his vision... I'm really excited to be part of something that's literally going to be history. It's the first DC character who's a Mexican superhero. <laughs> that's true. It was so great. <laughs> it was so great to be on set, and people are all speaking Spanish, doing scenes, scenes, and improvising a little bit. And to feel that, even if you aren't a Latina yourself, to be welcomed to that world is going to be amazing. All right, so it's funny when he said Mexican superhero because <laughs> there was a comic book that came out a couple months ago like, a green lantern with like, the, the very first, like, Mexican green lantern. And for some reason, someone thought it would be a good idea to draw on the cover, like, the Mexican flag and, like, a bag of tamales. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and a bag of tamales. Like, I got the Mexican flag part, but a bag of tamales, all right. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> it was so offensive.
0: This was, like the like, the, the official... <laughs> <laughs> official <laughs> cover.
1: That's kind of funny.
0: And the crazy part is the original cover that the actual like uh car- like the actual draw- artist drew, okay? <laughs> here, this this, is, <laughs> this is, makes no sense. All right, here we go. The original cover is on the right. He's holding a Mexican Mexican flag and he's holding the lantern, mm-hmm. the green lantern. They they said that flag, that that cover is not Hispanic enough and they changed it to him holding a flag that says Viva Mexico and holding a bag of literal tamales.
1: Wait a sec. Is that the actual DC cover?
0: Yes. Yes. I'm trying to zoom in here. Here Well, well,
1: the problem is, is the, the tamale bags covered by your picture. I know.
0: Let me take that off real quick.
1: But Holy cow, like that's just wrong. (laughs) Yeah. So
0: this is. I mean, tamales
1: are amazing, but wow! The the
0: one on the right is the actual cover by the actual artist. Yeah, they said DC said that's not Hispanic heritage enough or whatever, and they changed his art to then be him holding a green lantern flag that says Viva Mexico and holding a bag of tamales. This has to be
1: a joke. That can't be. This is not a joke. Can't be. Nobody is that stupid. (laughs) I just can't imagine there is nobody that stupid that says, can we give him a bag of tamales to be carrying? I mean, for the love of God, like that is so, I mean, granted, they make great tamales, but it just seems like cheesy. Like, why don't you put a freaking sombrero on his head and let's get it over with.
0: This this is what he said. Uh, DC Commerce artist, George Molina, Molina. Responds the publisher's cartoonish edit of his Green Lantern-centric Titans United Blood Pack Heritage Month variant cover. Um, Yeah, that's a lot of words. The artist is less than thrilled with DC Comics after the publisher repurposed his shelved Hispanic Heritage Month Month variant cover for the upcoming Titans. From a sweeping tribute to a noted Mexican artist into a cartoonish tribute... To performative diversity. <laughs> I mean these guys? Commissioned by DC Comics in tribute to September's period of cultural recognition. This year's round has his Hispanic Heritage Month variant cover centers around the theme of food and features.
1: <laughs> My word. Why don't you just give him a few boxes of chicklets to put in his pocket there or something? I don't know. <laughs> throw a a sombrero on and uh, I I don't understand why you would do that I mean the Mexican flag is very prominent yeah Um,
0: that was more than enough
1: I mean you could have put Viva Mexico maybe in that little green thing in the background is that a dragon what is that
0: no it's the Mexican bird with the snake or whatever
1: yeah put like Viva Mexico on the wing or something I mean if you need to
0: no, but you don't need to do that. First off, I understand.
1: I mean, if they felt like it wasn't enough, though,
0: you he's know? holding a Mexican flag and the symbol of Mexico in is, is behind him when the, with the Green Lantern ring creating it. Obviously, the bird with the snake in his mouth. Right. It, like This is so insanely offensive. Um They next- should have
1: given him. You know what? They should have taken off that mask and put on a Mexican wrestling Green Lantern mask. That you
0: know what you're what you're saying is
1: this should have just gone full stupid that's right if you're gonna go partly stupid go full stupid you know um go all the way <laughs> look at the tamales are coming out of the damn bag
2: <laughs> like they're
1: floating in the bag like he's too <laughs> stupid to tie it off or something like give me a break
0: yeah this is pretty bad man um I, I thought I was I thought I was hilarious. like the original artist, a Mexican guy, created a Mexican variant and they changed it to be just like decidedly very offensive.
1: Why don't you put him in a low rider and have him like jumping down the street or something? Or oh, I mean, just
0: let's just go all the way. There's some yeah, there's some with that too.
1: <laughs> put a hairnet on him or something. And what else do you mean? <laughs> You mean a do rag or whatever? No hairnets. That's what they wear. Um, anyways, uh about this last thing.
0: So it is going to be an all Latino cast, like that means all the men, I guess, are Latino. Main characters are Latino. That's great, Um, and that is fitting, by the way. Same with Black Panther. Like Black Panther, people come. There are some people complaining about Black Panther being all African American people, but like remember, Black Panther is set in an African country. Uh, Yeah, Uh, an imaginary one, but yes. Yes, Blue Beetle is set in a Mexican household. It is and it's set in very close to the border of Mexico and United States. So it is about a Mexican family. And one of the, one of the characters gets superpowers.
1: Yeah. If anybody's complaining about this kind of stuff, then they're just, they're not paying attention or they don't understand all the information because it's makes total sense to me, you know?
0: Yeah. I know I'm not very excited for this movie at all, um, but I'm definitely going to watch it when it comes out. And I'm really hoping that they just sell me to be honest. I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of Black Panther in, 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 until I saw Civil War. Then I was like, oh, I like this character. Mm. So it's totally impossible for you to sell me on a character I don't didn't really like. I didn't like him in the yeah. comic books. Doesn't mean I'm not going to like him here.
1: So, Well said. Blue Beetle. When's it coming out? 2023. Did we get a date yet? Do we have a date?
0: I don't think we do, actually.
1: It's, if it's 2023, we better. April, August 18th. There 2023 go. there you go come see it
0: hit that comment section know <laughs> what you guys think about blue Beetle. are you excited to see this movie or do you not give a crap
1: like me <laughs> i love this comment here from kenneth LaRoque. is that a number two between his legs <laughs>
0: in that picture <laughs> yes yes it is
1: there's a comment earlier that made me laugh really hard and i missed it by the way, when I said Rick flag, it's Randall flag is Stephen King's flag. I don't know why I got him popped in to my head. It's okay.
0: It's been it's been a day. Okay. Moving on. All right. Let's, uh, we got a good chat here? Nope. The tamales. I do love me a good tamale. I'm not going to lie.
1: Well, tamales are awesome, dude. Especially with some green sauce. Oof. Oh, yeah.
0: Green sauce.
1: Can't believe we got the freeze <clears throat> wrong. Can't... Oops. One second.
0: Okay. Here we go. Hmm. We're talking about Shazam 2: some uh, behind-the-scenes images <laughs> celebrating filming, finishing, film, filming finish, I'm just going to say this like it's not a headline, ready? Uh, Shazam 2, uh, behind-the-scene images about finishing the filming of the movie with a pretty epic hero shot. Now, it's very difficult to find news on Shazam 2. Everything seems to be so surface-level and so, uh, I guess, shallow. It's like, here's your, you know, proportioned uh made-for-marketed image, you know? Unlike Black Adam, where it was, like, The Rock was, like, sharing stuff constantly, it doesn't seem like Shazam has, like, a marketer behind it. And so everything is, like, pre-established sort of, you know, clinical, sterile, you know? it's The, the images so far, and the marketing has no heart, in my opinion.
1: Zachary's like... I'm not going to ruin this. I'm not saying anything like the rock. You don't care. He can go on to do whatever he wants. But Zachary's like, you know, I just did that, uh, that football movie and, uh, it did okay. You know, underdog. Right. But, um, this is like his big thing right now. So I don't know, you know, he wants to keep this show going. So he's not going to get too much out of the box. I don't think.
0: Gotcha. I mean, that may the case. So here's the, here's the tweet in question. Um, tweeted by, uh, David Sandberg. He said, finished now for a little time off Shazam movie, March 17th. And it looks like he was, I guess he was editing or something, but that is the shot in question. My friends, let me get it a little bigger here. I can't get it bigger. Damn it. There we go. That's the shot in question. looks pretty rad. Looks like he's holding that staff and the. He's probably saying the word Shazam and someone's lighting up behind him. Looks cool. Looks good. This is uh, pretty much all we're going to get from... (laughs) (laughs) Because I I think you're right, man. I think that when it comes to this movie, like, uh, Zachary Levy doesn't want to make waves. This is a good gig for him. He probably makes a lot of money. He likes the the role. He likes the character. And uh, he doesn't have the clout, I guess would be the right word, that The Rock has, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so this is what the comments said. When you finished, do you mean VFX, sound effects, soundtrack, and or post credit, if any? He just said yes. <laughs> the only thing left for me to approve is the home video version. So this guy has actually seen the entire thing. How great is that? Record a commentary track, doing things like that. Right now I'm on vacation.
1: Um... This is, well, I hope uh,
0: he's always oh, the director.
1: I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, I hope he's seen it. And
0: he's, he's an occasional <laughs> YouTuber. I didn't, even, I didn't recognize his name for a second. Um, so he's a director. So that's great. Uh, but that's all we've really gotten. Mm. And some of like the toys and stuff, and other like that. That shot of Shazam doing the zips mm, mm-hmm. up thing, whatever. It's fun, but it's clinical. It's sterile, right? There's not much there for us to look at.
1: I kind of, you know, I know it's not good for our business. But I I love when movies stop giving things away. Like, I love to show up at the movie theater and just be totally enjoyed and surprised. And, you know, sometimes I think there's just too much information out there in advance for us, you know? Interesting. I feel that way. I I like showing up to movies. Like, it hurt me a little bit to see the Superman scene in Black Adam before I went to the movie.
0: Uh, You would have rather not known about it.
1: I would have. I'm kind of like that, but it's not, it's not good for business and it's not the way the world is now, but I miss those days. A little
0: bit. Yeah. I, you know, I like, uh, I'm, I like the hunt, man. Mm. You know, the, like the courtship. That's what it feels like when a, a new movie coming out, you want to see, and you want to know more about it. And like that hunt mm. where you're like looking for news and looking at forums. And you're like, what can that character be? Like, I like that. That is, hmm. That's part of the movie for me. That's part of the enjoyment. And then when I get there, I'm like, oh, I, I can confirm that I like I, I, I called that. Or I, I I sort of saw that coming. Well, oh, I'm just completely shocked by that, you know?
1: Yeah, that's, that's good. That now, it's even better. This is why you guys want to be watching our stuff. Because we represent two totally different viewers in the way we do content. And I think that's kind of good because we can reach more people that way.
0: That's true. So a lot of people were asking, what happens to Shazam? Um, now that James Gunn is head of DC, it's different, different, completely different studio. Well, according to this, the confirmation that Shazam: Fear of the Gods is finished comes amid a massive change for DC's future. It was recently announced that Peter Safran, Saf, Safran? damn it, Saffron? I don't know how do you pronounce his name, Safran, Safran, and James Gunn will lead DC Studios and replace Walter Hamada as and DC Films. Gunn and Saffron's official day-leading DC Studios will now come the day after Shazam 2 is finished. Even though they were not leading DC during the sequel's development, Saffron is a producer on the movie, so he's already able to provide his input. There's even a chance James Gunn provided feedback at some point since he was working with DC and is close to Saffron. So, that is the answer. Saffron is a producer on the movie. So he took over as a role as co-lead of DC, but he was also already a producer on the movie. So not only is the movie coming out, but I, I would tell you if, it's, if the movie does well, there's no reason why we don't continue in that universe.
1: I think that's the answer. Uh, it depends on how much money it makes. I mean, honestly, Even if people he- say I need more Shazam, then, you know, what's interesting is I think they need to be careful that they don't do too much Shazam family stuff in this movie.
0: Oh, man, the entire thing is about the Shazam family.
1: I know it is, but that's, I think what, you know, when you have a bunch of superheroes together, it waters down the superhero experience. And uh, it's it's hard to give everybody their own piece of the movie when you got, you know, this main character. I mean, we'll see how they do it. But, you know, in my opinion, this can kind of signal the end Uh, to to something. When you, like, what do you do after this? You know, that's that's really the problem. Like, what do we do next with Shazam? and uh i see we'll have to see i see what you're saying um
0: i mean it's entirely possible that i mean how how bothered would it be in this movie to actually kill a couple of the family members
1: that would be crazy i don't i don't feel like that's going to happen i mean but that would be
0: that'd be a pretty epic
1: thing like show that yeah stakes yeah i don't I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, that doesn't feel right for this type of superhero movie. (laughs) It's all about like kids and stuff. Yeah. That's like kill some kids. Kids are dead. All right. (laughs) You know, I just, they're going to have a really hard time with that. So I don't know. I mean, I I like Zachary uh, a lot and uh, I love him as this character. So if it's good, make more. If not, then we got plenty of superheroes to focus on. That's true. The movie does come
0: out March 17th, 2023, which is uh, not too far away, actually. So Five months. It'll be the next DC movie for us to look forward to. And then after that, it will be um, The Flash, then Blue Beetle, and Aquaman. And until more is announced, that's all we know. That's it. Hit that subscribe button. On the way, the comment section let us know what you guys think about Shazam 2. And that uh, very little information. I'm, I am hoping that more information comes to us before the movie comes out. Or at least another trailer. Come on.
1: Yeah, and remember to stay hopeful. All
0: right. See you later, nerds. You didn't let me do my catchphrase.
1: I, you did. You literally did it. At the end. My catchphrase. I kind of felt good. I thought it sounded all right. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, either way. I think it's interchangeable. Stay hopeful, nerds. You know, mm-hmm. nerd, stay hopeful.
0: Yeah, honestly, Shazam would probably be replaced by Cyborg and the new Justice League. Yeah, that's entirely possible.
1: The only problem with that is that uh it's gonna be hard to have two plucky Justice League characters. Oh, so no, the he's flash
0: gonna, he's gonna replace Cyborg. No, yeah, but the Flash might die.
1: That's what I heard. Hmm. Well that well, you would need somebody then if the Flash dies.
0: So the Flash uh dies and is replaced by either replaced by another Flash or uh so that's if he if he's replaced by another flash and they replace him with uh like the Wally West variant, then he's not gonna be as as, as plucky. Mm. Um but let's say he just dies. And let's say Shazam replaces both the Flash and Cyborg. That would be pretty cool.
1: How many Supermen can we have on the Justice League? <laughs> you know, that's the one thing about Justice League is it's a combination of multiple characters. That's
0: true. You that's know, very so true
1: talents and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I hate to lose a speedster. I mean a speedster's like just required.
0: It's sort of required, yeah. Yeah. So if if they kill Barry, like from what I've read, they're gonna kill Barry. If they do, yeah. it'll be uh probably a Wally West will come in to replace him. And that character, um he was like sort of like sarcastic, but he wasn't plucky. Mm. So he was more like uh he was a lot more like Deadpool, and a lot, a oh. lot. He, yeah, he was definitely more like, even basically Deadpool. Hmm. Like a, right. Deadpool was super speed, <clears throat> which might work.
1: And Shazam has catch. the
0: speed of Mercury. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> yes, he does. But so does Superman. Yeah. So,
0: so does uh, Superman's really fast. So does Wonder Woman. Everyone has the speed of Mercury nowadays. Everybody's really fast. Yeah, yeah, the flash is important because he that's his only power, so he's got to be the best at it. Yeah, yeah. And that scene honestly in, in Justice League mm-hmm. when when he starts zooming around to help his team. I love that scene. You see Superman's face like
1: Yeah, like he does the whole as he looks at him. Yeah.
0: Like so right then you realize okay, so Barry is faster than Superman. But holy crap is well, Superman barely. strong. Yeah, he's barely yeah. faster. <laughs> yeah. Like Superman is so powerful. And at that moment when he realizes that Superman can can see, think, hear, move in his time, he was like, yeah. Oh
1: yeah. I, I, I do love Ezra Miller's face in that moment. That's like <laughs> probably the best moment he had in the whole film.
0: Yeah, when when they React. kill off Ezra Miller, give him a disappointing death. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> ready? Every movie's over. They save the day, and he's like, "Good job, good job, everyone, or whatever." And then like, a piece of rubble falls and just kills him.
1: <laughs> how about a cult leader dragging him away to his compound?
0: That <laughs> takes away his super speed. We save the day! Smash! <laughs> <laughs> and then, and no, no after crazy scene. Just end it right there. Yeah, that's it. It's like, how did what did how, okay. <laughs> what the. Fuck? <laughs> that'd be so great. <laughs> I still think that he's going to be sucked into the speed force. Okay. And then out is out. It's going to come a guy with the inverted costume, like a different suit. And it's going to show like the, the yellow seams is going to pan up his legs. They're not going to show the casting. They're yes. going to show the back of his head. He's going to have like, he's going to have like that Wally West, uh, mm. hair that's so unique to him. And you're going to be yeah. like, oh, my God, it's Wally West. So the comic book fans will get something good, you know, and then the regular audience will know that he's been replaced. That's, good. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. All right. Last story of the day, my friends. We're going to talk about some Battlestar. Battlestar. Yep. Okay. We are talking about the brand new Battlestar Galactica series, and why it needs to be very, very different. The reimagined Battlestar Galactica has some big shoes to fill to live up to its predecessors, which were innovative in a way that in the way they handled relevant issues. Now, um, Shane, would you like to um, prelude this? (laughs) Or, uh, you know, put some information here that explains that it's not actually like happening yet? Before we go into this article,
1: yeah. So don't get your hopes up. uh Battlestar Galactica. Just because we put this up there, and hopefully you didn't feel clickbaited. Uh, there is no Battlestar Galactica actually occurring at the moment. It's just something in the planning phases forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but um I do want to make one comment that I thought was interesting. The difference between like Battlestar Galactica, Galactica and say Star Trek, right? Battlestar Galactica almost needs to be rebooted to tell a story because it seems like the story, the, the the 1978 original and the 2000 series, they have the same story. Right. Right. So there's really no continuation because the continuation of Battlestar Galactica wouldn't be Battlestar Galactica. So they almost have to go back and retell the story again. So I believe what this article is talking about is, hey, it's they need to do something different this time. Right. Yeah, but
0: isn't it? Um, didn't and forgive me if I'm wrong here, but I, if I remember correctly, didn't they end with like it being like a secular time thing?
1: Well, they ended on a new Earth. So, trying to determine whether or not they could make it work.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't. So, like, wasn't it like our Earth?
1: Earth two, I think. I can't remember exactly how it right. oh. ended, but it was an Earth. But my point is, is that really you can't start from there so you have to reboot it again tell it in a different way because the story of the Cylon and how everything happened it's a story it's almost like a movie that has to be redone every so often and maybe that's what's taking so long for Battlestar to actually happen again it's just they need needs more time to be able to reimagine it what do you think
0: that is actually a really good point because it is a story it's a it's not a universe that can continue like it has a beginning and an end right and some of the options that people talked about was, well, maybe we can go before and show like the prelude, and like what happened, what got to us to that point. But like they did that in Caprica, and yeah. you know, I guess you can go back farther. But like, how far are you gonna go back before like?
1: It's not Battlestar. It's
0: no longer Battlestar, right?
1: Yeah, that's tough. That's that might be why we don't have it yet, honestly. Interesting. You know, I know there were some scripts, but nobody wants to watch it and go, number one, it has to be better than the 2000 series. Right. It has to be. And that was a good series. So it's going to be tough. You know, they're going to have to come up with something fresh, something different. And they're going to have to find a way to retell the story because there's nowhere else to go, you know.
0: Yeah. And another interesting point to that is this movie is very or this show is interesting in the point where it actually has a definitive, very clear and very set in stone ending. Right. So you have to tell the same story, or or you have to start with a pre a prequel. And if you t- start with a prequel, then at, at what point are you going back? You're, you're just telling the wrong story.
1: So, well, and well, Sam Esmail was attached to it, and so when he uh, left to do Apple's Metropolis series, I mean, it really set Battlestar Galactica back. And uh now they're basically have to start over again with somebody else doing it. And of course, you know Sam Esmail from the Mr. Robot series, right. but uh you know w- w- what could they do different? do you think? could I mean, because of course they you know when they Starbuck was a different you know was a girl this last time, was a a, a man before that. what do you think they could do? you think we think they would go back to the traditional Starbuck make our her robot hero? What's that? Make her a robot. Or, I mean, does it should it be a her again, or do you think they should go because um, the original character was was a man?
0: No, make it like a, an, <clears throat> an, like a, a, a genderless android. Okay. And you know, Starbuck will be like the call signs for something, something like, like, uh, service. Uh, uh true <laughs> well
1: so there, that, that begs the problem astral of, robot droid <laughs> if, if it's too different is it still Battlestar Galactica? right yeah you know it's like there's all these it's really put in a box when you think about it
0: yeah and the last reporting was uh Battlestar is being worked on is a continuation of the 2004 version mm. so like peacock was talking about doing a setting it in the same continuity as the 2004 show which you can't do it's not possible
1: you really. can you can but it's going to be pretty boring i think
0: yeah if like if it's like, like earth 2 like they're going to have
1: to have like a uh, like a continuation where i mean you got to get them back out in space mm-hmm. um it would be really a whole new story you know you'd be cutting a whole new new story i think
0: right so the focus of this Uh, original article was like well how can they deal with like issues and how can they deal with like you know issues going on now and explore those things inside a sci-fi world but in reality the question is not how do you deal with current issues the real question is how do you even make the the show in the first place Mm. because you can't make it a continuation of the 2004 version you're going to have to completely just redo the show the same way the 2004 did with Starbuck with with uh, the original. 78, yeah. Right. You just have to make, like, it just has to be another show. It can tell the, a similar story. They can start in the same place and end in the same place, I suppose, but it's got to be completely different. Yeah,
1: and yeah, it seems like Battlestar Galactica is really a product of its time when it's made. You know, it just seems like it's really a snapshot of what's happening. So, can you imagine a Battlestar Galactica in today's diver, div, you know, uh, divided world? I think <laughs> like what they can come up with some. Uh, it really might be a pretty crazy version of Battlestar. Galactica. Yeah,
0: like they they would probably make yeah. like the Cylons uh, wanted the Republic, <laughs> <laughs> and us freedom fighters. Want a democracy or something like that? Right, but,
1: yeah, something like that.
0: They're and, and like the Cylons are going to be red, and the and the writing on on their body is going to be white. Like, and it'll probably be look like a MAGA hat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like all the tops of their little heads are red.
0: Make a Cylon great again. <laughs> <laughs> Cylon great again. You're um, right. So I don't know. I do not know how they deal with current issues because current issues suck. Um, there's no clear. Um, there's no clear. Answer with a lot of these current problems, like, oh yeah, well, I can see how that how that works. I can see how they want that. I think that's ridiculous. But there'll be other people who don't think it's ridiculous. I think this makes sense. Other people think say, says I'm racist for thinking saying it makes sense. There's almost no way to make this show. You can't deal with current issues, and you can't continue the 2004 continuity. You're gonna have to just tell the same story. Or just not do it. And now we have we we have got it took us a long time to get here, Shane, but no, we no. have figured out this show is not happening. I don't think Ballast Star happens at all. I don't think it's possible. Ten years, maybe in ten years when there's different social issues going on, and enough people have forgotten about the two thousand four version.
1: Yeah, I mean, think about it. Yeah, it, I mean. By the end of this decade, it probably might be ready again. I mean, 2004, you got the 78 version. You got the 2004 version. When you think about it, that's 26 years between the two. So, I mean, yeah. And now we're already 18 years. So, yeah, let's give it another – let's let it cook a little longer before yeah. we get something else. Because you- whatever they do it needs to be a really great idea. Like, please yeah. do something – Great for the for the IP, but you're still gonna have to tell the same story. Well, they could tell the same story from from a different perspective. They could do, I mean, they did it in in the 2004 version to some degree. You can tell basically the same story in a different, I guess, in a different way. I guess. change up some of the catalysts and you know different things, but
0: yeah. Uh, so that's that's our conclusion. We had a different video plan, but by the time we got here, we realized you really can't make the show right now. Um, <laughs> You just can't. <laughs> you, you can't do any any current issue at the no matter what current issue you try to try to do is it's, it's going to be so divided you're going to lose audience members. Um, it just it, all the current issues right now are horrible. Uh, I don't think anyone agrees on really anything. Um, like if I if I went outside and told my neighbor that the sky was blue, he would disagree with me immediately because he does because he thinks I'm some crazy libertarian or whatever. Right. Um, it just wouldn't work. So. I think you got to avoid that by just letting time pass and letting things calm down and also letting people, letting it marinate enough to people forget about or not, are not still connected to 2004. And you can make some sweeping changes where you can tell the same story. But like you said, from a different perspective, that's the only way you do this.
1: I like it. We just figured it out for you guys.
0: Yeah, we figured it out guys. We got to (laughs) wait. Sorry. Sorry. If you have plans, but uh, that's the. it's The only option. The only option is to wait because uh, this is this ain't working. It, it, it ain't gonna happen. Do me a favor if you agree with uh, us, hit that comment section, let us know. If you disagree, um, let us know too. If you disagree, let Shane know, not me, because I don't care. No, I'm kidding. I do care. Let <laughs> us know in the comment section below. <laughs> and if you're not subscribed, hit the subscribe button, please.
1: And stay hopeful, my friends.
0: I. <laughs> that works. We're going all right, man. Uh, that's 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 it. War, well, war issues are starting to pop up with Ukraine stuff. That's true, but can't believe I didn't realize I was the director. I completely. I don't know why it slipped my mind.
1: I got to tell you, when when the first um, when two thousand four came around and Starbucks was a girl, it really disappointed me because uh, Starbucks was my hero from the original series. Mm -hmm. He's the character Mm -hmm. I love the most and I loved Mm -hmm. him. So when they turned around and made the exact same character, a a girl, I didn't think I would be able to relate or enjoy it, but I sure as heck did. So she ended up being awesome. So, yeah, I still don't like the actress they used. I mean, Katie Sackhoff. Right. Yeah. I mean, she's been good in
0: some stuff, (laughs) you know, what's really funny. Is someone on our (laughs) someone on our most recent uh, one of our videos? uh, This is only for you guys. I said it's obviously before. Don't you hear the piano playing? I injected that piano playing. In what they said it's before. Before don't you hear the piano playing? Question mark in our video, right? But I inserted the piano the blue skies
1: music into that scene. That's how good it is. That's, that's a compliment to you. <laughs> that's a compliment. You can, you tricked them <laughs> I, or didn't trick them, but they were tricked. They were tricked. All right, guys, we're going to
0: head out pretty soon mm-hmm. here. So what do we got going on in the future? Shane here? What's going on, on Sunday?
1: Well, hopefully we'll have a, uh, a new video for you guys for the prime channel. I think we're going to be talking about some Stargate stuff. Uh, oh, the, the depressing Stargate news. I mean, it's depressing in a way. Um, depressing. Yeah, we don't. There's still a lot we don't know. You know, there's still a lot that Brad doesn't know, but we're going to talk about it.
0: Yeah, we even tried to talk to Brad. All right. So that's what's happening. And of course, we'll be back next week, of course. And uh, what's up? Andor? Oh, we'll be back on Wednesday for Andor, right?
1: Yes. Unfortunately everything else is either on hiatus or over. And I think the next thing we've got after Andor is
0: And we're not reviewing Wakanda Forever, I take it. <laughs> Comes out in like three hours.
1: No. No, we're not. I'm cool with that. I just I don't ever yeah. I have no interest at all in
0: Wakanda forever.
1: I mean, it's not that it might be ended up being great, but we're not really a movie review thing. It's not really who we are. Uh, I think we've tried to do it, but it's huh. not.
0: Our Black Adam reviews got crazy good views.
1: But it People lines up with our DC stuff.
0: People love them. Oh, yeah, that's right. But we also have a Marvel channel. That we, we I have, mean, we do
1: have a Marvel channel. You're right. No, you're right. That's true. That is true. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what's the name of the darn show coming up Willow. Oh,
0: Willow. Oh, man. Uh... I, I heard I, I heard some stuff about that that you don't want to hear. What? It's not good news.
1: I, okay. Well, now you have to say it. <laughs> Sorry.
0: So the, it series, out later. the apparently the series comes out actually comes out in ten days. No, twenty days. Twenty days. Yeah. Um, the series is heavily focused on. The two characters. I'll show you the character.
1: Mm. Where's that poster? Well, oh, did you guys see that? Wakanda Forever is two hours and forty-one minutes. That's way too long. <laughs> I agree. That's ridiculous. That's so long. Dude. There cannot be enough epic things happening in that movie to last that long. No. Did you like the original Willow movie, Archmage, with uh, Val Kilmer? Oh, I love that movie. Do you really want to see it? See Midnight's Edge if you're thinking about seeing it. We don't really want to see it, Ken, but we want to do the right thing. You know, we want to make sure we're covering everything, but I don't know. Maybe we'll go see it. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Um, I guess
0: we'll. I guess you'll know tomorrow <laughs> if if there if a, a members thing pops up, then you'll know tomorrow.
1: All right. Are you going to see it, Brian? I don't know.
0: Check it out. So this is Warwick Davis, right? He plays. Uh, he plays Willow,
2: right? Okay.
0: Um, these two characters are. Uh, Characters we've never seen before in the show. Okay. Um that represented. I had like a whole image for this. I can't find it. But basically, oh, here we go. Um, so these characters are really the main characters. The main character is not Willow, it's not, it's not. Um, now this one of these characters, this one I think plays is the little baby that was in Willow. Okay. But she is not really the main character. The main character are these two. Um, they're gay for each other. And they're, the entire series is about them and they run into Willow. And Willow decides to help them. Um, and they, they bring along other people on their journey. But in reality, the show Willow, the series Willow, is actually not about Willow. It's just happens to have willow in the series
1: so it reminds me a lot of like what they did with with picard man oh interesting i mean okay so the character that willow i mean honestly the the movie was about more than just that character too in the movie
0: of course yes
1: so i'm okay with that but you're saying that the main characters are are those two are those two ladies? Yeah. small people
0: yeah it's like two gay teenagers
1: that are trying to get helped for what now?
0: Uh, it says, uh, We know the oh, series will revolve around saving a kidnapped prince. Bamber is set to play Dove, a kitchen maid who proves herself as the chosen one before embarking on her journey. Spainy, who will play Kit, the kidnapped prince's twin sister. Kellyman will play Jade, Kit's, Kit's best friend at Mortal Compass, joining the team is a male, similar to Val Kemmer's character from the movie. Characters a thief and liar joins the heroes in exchange for getting out of prison.
1: Uh, that's it. I mean, it sounds okay.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. We'll it's judge not, it. Yeah, we'll judge I, it when it comes out. Yeah, that, that's all we can do. From what I read, uh, very Warwick Davis is not in the not in the show very much.
1: I mean, he's kind of old, and I don't know if he gets around really well anymore. Well, then why don't you make it about the little baby
0: then? Why are you making about these two random brand new characters? If it's a continuation of Willow, then it sounds
1: to... like, I mean, from what you read there, it sounds like it's about multiple characters. Well, I main, don't know what you read. The main character
0: is the kitchen maid. And so, so the maid, so so the main character is the kitchen maid who's hot for the princess. The princess's uh. brother gets kidnapped. So they go on a journey to find the kidnapped prince because they're, because her, her hot for you know princess needs her help or whatever
1: i mean look if it's if it comes across and, and and it focuses on that aspect of it it probably won't be good you know if it's if it just focuses on the story and and trying to do something cool uh and the and the, and the ensemble cast is great then maybe it'll be something so i don't yeah. know the willow movie was great but doesn't mean a willow tv show has to be yeah i'll tell you this um what what you said was right i think that
0: I'm not gonna judge it based on early reports or anyone else's opinion except for mine. So we're gonna watch it, we're gonna judge it and criticize it and you know and review it based on fully on our opinions. Uh, to, to be fair though, I was a super fan of Willow the, the movie. I, I still I own the DVD on or the Blu-ray on Steelbook. It's one of my favorite all-time films. Whenever one says whenever when someone says fantasy to me, my first thought is Willow. That's my first thought when you say fantasy epic you know whatever i think Hmm. willow willow was my introduction as a kid so i do have a lot sort of writing on this uh internally like i really want this to be good because it's one of my it's one of my favorite movies if you said we're they're making a goonies tv series like dude it better be effing good (laughs) right yeah i'm not playing um, so yeah, but yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna review it. We're gonna criticize it based on our own opinion. That's not no, no one else's. I'll tell you that right now.
1: Fair enough. And we're I gonna we're gonna leave and, you here. And that wasn't even a clip. Why was? But that still, but still, stay hopeful.
0: And, uh, with that with that said, we're gonna leave you here with this extraordinarily uh, <clears throat> wholesome image of Warwick Davis and his family. Oh,
1: that's adorable
0: i love a, this man i love this man right here i love him
1: yeah he represents our, our he represents our childhood that's yeah, why
0: yeah i i would kill for you Warwick. i would kill for you
1: <laughs> i i would not kill for you but i will definitely give people angry looks
0: I, I i'll i'll show you where the ocean is if you know that reference hit me up in the comments <laughs> i don't even know what that means show you the ocean in, uh, in eminem when uh Dr. Dre and, and Eminem are talking about how much they love each other. He's like, I love you, dog. He's like, I love you, too, bro. You ever decided to kill that Kim chick, I'll show you where the ocean is. <laughs> talking about his wife. like He loves him so much, he'll, he'll help him kill his wife. It's like really dark stuff. That's pretty dark. <clears throat> Alright, man, that's it. I love you guys. Uh, I, no more shower scenes today. Sorry, Archmage.
1: Sorry. No. <laughs> You could send it out with somebody else in the shower, maybe. I don't know. All right. Let me get something. Let me, we got get, another sho- shower. Let me get
0: you a shower scene.
1: Do you like Psycho 2 or something? Shower scene.
0: All right. Shower scene real quick. I got the perfect one for you. <laughs> <laughs> the one I was about to play is Super NSFW. Jesus. How is it even on YouTube? God damn, <laughs> that that should not be on YouTube. Like that is like, <laughs> this is so inappropriate for YouTube. My kids watch this. Oh, all right, here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut it past the past the moment where they show the nudity. Here we go. And that's it. We're going to kill it after here. So thank you for your support, guys.
2: Your computer. I
0: didn't
1: even... That's <laughs> okay. oh, not that By the way, you did an excellent
2: job. Thank you. <laughs>
0: this is weird oh. science if you guys don't know.
1: Oh, yeah. everybody knows what this is. Showering is real fun, isn't it? Kelly LeBrock. (laughs) That's Kelly LeBrock.
2: If we're gonna have any kind of fun together,
1: this was this was my childhood right here.
2: You guys had better loosen up.